0: Hello and welcome, everyone. Uh, we are the Gaming Stooges. If you don't know us, we are stooges that happen to be into gaming. Oh <laughs> wow! Um, Whoa! Don't tell them our
1: fucking job. secrets right out the gate. Cloud.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm Cloud. That's Jack. I'm Jack. I'm Justin, I guess. See your line. And uh, I'm Landon. That's Landon. So um, today we're doing our first real podcast style talks video and guys you like video games right i fucking hate video no. games oh all right well i guess this stri- this uh this whole talks so- is over then uh, all right good night bye so- good night everybody have a good bye. night bye uh- <laughs> no but uh um, bye <laughs> but uh well i would hope that you know if you like video games you probably like playing them with a controller
1: no Un- unless you want to <laughs> My favorite controller mind is the Microsoft powers. Connect.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, unless you're mind one of those powers. mind powers. Um, I'm going so, to mind hack it today. Yeah. Today we're going to talk about video game console controllers, and specifically the controllers that, at some point, were pack-in controllers or first-party advertised controllers for their respective consoles. We're going to be going through quite a lot. This is not a comprehensive list. We definitely missed out on a lot of, like, lesser-known or less popular gaming platforms. Um, You know, those streaming platforms like Amazon Luna and Google Stadia, we didn't do that. Um, Some very, very unpopular consoles like the Sega uh, SG-1000 and stuff like that, we didn't include that either. But we're going to go through the different evolutions, and I believe um, we've got about 30 different controllers, and I should probably start playing the background music that I had going. Um, we'll have credits for the background music that we have playing in the uh, description of our YouTube upload. Shout out to White Bat Audio for the music that we'll be playing.
1: Royalty S- free.
0: Royalty free. Um, so yeah, we uh, we're gonna start with um a very popular, well-known controller. It's a bit loud. Okay, I'll try and get it down as much as I can. The
2: ColecoVision. Vision.
0: No, actually, we got yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> We got one that comes out even before that, Uh, so hi everybody, we've got our webcams, we're actually going to be here, so you'll be able to hear us, and uh, hopefully that audio, is the audio a little bit better for the uh, music, Al? We've got uh, one of our longtime viewers in the chat on our live stream today, as per usual. Who's that again? I would turn it down a little bit more. A little bit more. Uh, I'm actually gonna have to go into the mixer settings then. Because I had. Google Chrome.
3: Jack, what have you been playing recently?
1: What have I been playing
3: recently? Yeah, what have you been playing recently? Oh,
1: fuck. Um. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> what have I been playing recently? All right, good, answer. Was, good answer, good answer. Good answer. We just finished the. Um, Ace Attorney Investigations too. We did do that on our fucking YouTube channel.
0: Is that better, Al?
3: Somewhere we should have had that going. Technically, we streamed it
1: here on Twitch, but you know,
3: we also just played through the Stanley Parable. True. Literally last night.
1: Literally last
3: night. I and I
1: already forgot about it. Yeah, good job. It was fun though. I'm
3: not saying it wasn't. Just came uh, in. Have you been playing anything fun?
0: Um, I finished Phantasy Star 4. Is the background audio? Okay, the, the audio is good now. Alright. So, sorry about that. So, the first one that we're going to talk about is a very popular one. Uh, everybody knows about it, but I'm sure a few of us have actually, like, held one in our hands. But it's the Atari 2600 joystick. Um, well, I have. Justin has one, but unfortunately he doesn't have a working webcam to actually show us. Uh... But it was it was a very popular system for its time. Um, it's it's very simple. It's a joystick and a button, and you hold it and you just you press the button and you move the stick, and it's pretty much as simple as it gets. But it was kind of revolutionary. I mean, you had some console. We have cat. We have cats as well, apparently, uh, on our webcams because they want to interrupt us. But the twenty six hundred um i mean there's not a whole lot to say about the controller it did everything it had to do you had your one stick you had your one button that's pretty much how all games played at the time you just needed one button and a stick i personally have never used this one i don't know if any of you guys have except for justin justin said heat has
3: i mean
2: yeah if you're a guy you already know half the work
3: yeah (laughs) Uh,
2: wow wow I've definitely
1: bludgeoned people with them before. <laughs> in my in my dark
0: fantasies. In your dark fantasies. So yeah, no, I haven't used it. Uh, I think it's... I, gu- I guess it, it's, it's a pretty important controller, but it's not really, like, something that even controllers nowadays have, like, any resemblance to besides having an action button of sorts, so... Uh, Zero out of ten. Get rid of it. <laughs> Unfortunately, close- we're going to be flying through a lot of these early controllers pretty quick because we have we lack experience with a lot of these.
1: The closest thing to any of to anything like this that I've done is like the plug and play games.
0: Yeah, because oh, they, they do a lot of
3: plug and plays. I have a Shinron one.
0: Oh, yeah, I think you've showed us... uh, Well, I think you posted a picture of that in our Discord, which, by the way, plug Join Our Discord if you haven't. Uh, We have links to our our Discord Discord in various places. Yes, it'll be down below, as it usually is. (laughs) This is... Landed's transformed into a cat again. So we're just going to move on to the next one. It's pretty much the same thing. The Magnavox Odyssey 2 had a pretty similar controller. Uh, It was a joystick and a button, except... It looks a little less comfortable to be honest i've never held one i've never even seen one in my life i've at least seen atari 2600 joysticks because they sell them at my local game store Uh, odyssey though no i've never even seen one in person
1: the ridges on that control stick look fucking terrible
0: oh yeah they they look really really bad Um, somebody
1: just jabbed the joystick through a fucking cartridge i like yeah i said we didn't post a link to the stream in the
0: discord I apologize for that. That's my own fault. I was busy actually getting the stuff ready, so I didn't really. I'll do it. Yes, thank you. Um, so yeah, it's just a not a whole lot to say. Uh, we're gonna move on to two controllers though, back to back that are a little different.
3: Uh, first was the. um Intellivision. I think I do have to interrupt real quick. Oh. uh Oh. Uh. Cloud, you have to get Pixel um some Ben and Jerry's. I
0: have to. <laughs> I have to get Pixel some Ben and Jerry's. Why?
3: Uh-huh. What? Uh I said that you were at the store and you were willing to get everyone in our Discord something. I never <laughs> agreed to this.
1: Well, too bad.
3: Gee, that's <laughs> too bad. Nice.
0: But no, unfortunately I do not have the means to do that. Uh but yeah, the next one is the Mattel Intellivision, which this and the next controller are very weird. We've never seen anything like them since you got what looks like a dial but it is actually a pad. It is a multi-directional pad that if you press in different points it will go in that direction. Um, and then they for some that's reason just have a cell phone yeah it say, has like cell phone structured buttons. That's what was used for the Intellivision. and then they also have some buttons on the sides that you can press. there's like two buttons on like the left side two on the right. Um, I never played a television although they sometimes have them at my LGS. Uh, they're not expensive though, so I mean, there's not a whole lot of people collecting them. The Coleco hand controller for the ColecoVision is not much different, except the dial's now raised, and there was actually, uh, it's designed that, the button tray is designed that way so that you can actually put, like, these little inserts, and, like, customize the controller based on which game you're playing. But, uh, that's really it. Um, they also have buttons on the sides, uh, the gray buttons, um, But there's not really a whole lot to say. Like, these controllers were very weird. They're very for their time. I've never touched one in my life. Uh, I don't know if any of you guys have touched any of these in your life.
2: That's a calculator. My... (laughs) (laughs) My, My dad had a lot of these old consoles, but I never actually got to use them myself because they were gone by the time I was born.
0: Yeah. My mom, I know, had a 2600, but she did not have it by the time... Uh, I was getting into games, so I never got to actually play it, but she she mentioned telling me she had an Atari She used to play Atari. So that's how we ended up moving on to the NES and other stuff that would be uh, Popular at the time. So we're just gonna skip forward and this is where things get interesting This is where we actually have experience with a lot of these controllers Uh, First up, we've got the Famicom and the NES. I don't have a picture for it for the stream but there's also uh, one thing that was interesting about the Famicom is that um despite them being different systems the player one controller for the famicom and the nes actually have the same layout they're just designed a little differently um they have you know your typical d-pad which has been used in most of nintendo's controllers since even their weirdest ones they still have that d-pad they've got a start and select button they have a and b buttons so this is pretty much when like controllers kind of started to form like a like a and like some, some ideas that would actually stick through each generation. Um, and it is worth noting that the Famicom has two controllers that are different and they are wired hard to the console. They're not like removable, like the NES controller was, um, so even at this time, there was actually like a mix between consoles having wired, hardwired controllers or removable plug-in controllers that you can swap out as you want. But I think when the NES came stateside, uh, outside of Japan, that's when we started seeing that. It'd be pretty much mandated that you would have a lot of controllers that get plugged into the system and can be removed. But the second controller for the Famicom is weird because it doesn't have the start and select. It has a speaker, uh, which we never got that over here. It was just the player one controller redesigned the whole time um, this was my first controller used in games yep it was sometimes used in games unfortunately uh, I won't, I don't have experience with that uh, Landon do you s- I usually. oh go ahead Justin oh, I was
2: just saying, I usually don't really like controls that are just gray I like to have some color on it but I don't know the Famicom has colors that I think they look kind of weird together
0: yeah it's 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 really retro like it's not a control scheme a, a controller colors idea that you like see nowadays you it's it's pretty much a bygone sort of thing but it, it is a cool look but i i can't imagine that the gold paint like ages well i've seen Honest. some pictures where like the chip the paint's like chipping off
1: red and gold is yeah. i don't know i like it it's it does normal. look it does look pretty cool it's a pleasing color scheme
0: uh unfortunately i don't have one of these controllers at the moment um they do sell a lot of third-party like aftermarket controllers that are like as identical to the nes controller as possible that you can get for like retro consoles including the nes itself uh so you don't have to go hunting down like old oem model versions of the controllers i don't currently have one
2: Mm. (laughs) anyone here have an nes (laughs) controller currently nope uh i used to but that kind of went the way of the dodo yeah cheese
3: with eight mine right? <laughs> cheese cheese was eight his <laughs> mm-hmm. uh,
2: I, the the nest the nest is actually the second controller i ever used ah our al does our friend
0: al has an nes controller still i think the at least the uh the build of like the buttons like the quality of the buttons i think that held up but being like a boxy like rectangular design um not having a whole lot of buttons i think that's kind of aged but it got away with what it needed to I think for the um for the time it had the enough buttons to get the controls for games that you needed uh, pretty much extremely similar to the NES and Famicom uh, and which came out shortly after was the master system Um mm. I might mix up some of my info because I I had my info as best I could, but the Master System has two different versions of the controller as you can see in this. uh, If you're watching the VOD, um, we have a a picture of the two controllers. Um, They're based on their region. One region had uh, just a d-pad, the other had a d-pad with a little joystick nub that you would press on. So they basically just got rid of the nub for the other region. I think that the joystick was used on the um, on the Japanese version, or it might have been the American version. And then the other way around, when it was outside of Japan, they either took off or they removed the little knob. But effectively, they work the same. And they have uh, one and two buttons. They have, And the one button also acts as like a start button. No other buttons. It's just 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 the D-pad, the two buttons. That's it. I don't know how this system managed to get by and have a library of games with just two buttons. But it managed.
2: Uh- uh, from what I remember the history the master system was like super popular in Europe it
0: was it wasn't really popular in Japan It wasn't really popular uh in the United States or in North America It's extremely popular in Brazil. I don't know why it's extremely popular sells extremely well in Brazil um, but it is it it is a controller that's a piece of history it's it's very weird though because I think it's like the last time we would see something like this that was like a D pad and a, like a stick at the same time. Like I don't know, that's just so
2: unique. But the thing doesn't even look like it has a pause button.
0: It it doesn't. Um, once you started a Master System game, like you, that was it. Like you just you played this, you played the game. Like there was, I don't know there's, if there.
1: There's like, no getting off this ride.
0: Pretty pretty <laughs> much. Um, I've played with a master uh, system controller one time my very one of my very good friends he owns a master system i don't know if he still does but he owned one and i actually got to play um i can't remember what game it was but we, we played a little bit of master system and it's a pretty cool controller uh not enough buttons obviously but it, it works not as co- not quite as comfortable as the D- as the nes controller either because of the weird d-pad i like the d-pad on the nes controller more
2: it also looks like there's a bit of a like it's like raised a little higher on the edges yeah it is
0: it's like it's got like a weird little concave design and um a few more controllers we're gonna get to later on they did that weird sort of concave design to a d-pad that's kind of similar to this we'll get there when we get there but it is kind of weird and uh Sega will say is not uh is not done with some weird aspects to their controllers (laughs) um But does anybody else have anything to say about the Master System? I know experience is kind of...
2: Not even a little. Nah, I've only experienced it through fucking Sonic Adventure, like, in-game emulation. Same.
0: No, Landon? That grumpy look says No. 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 Okay. I want Cookie, though. Uh, after that, we got Atari returning with the 7800. They had a 5200. It was basically just almost the same as the fifty as the 2600. And it wasn't popular at all, so I skipped it. Uh, but the 7800, it, it did kind of well. It I, basically did, yeah.
1: I love this fucking picture. Yes, I. that's the like, best picture it, I could you find. Need to z- you need to zoom out and get the person's feet in there, too. I
0: wish. Um, but yeah, the... The thing about the seven, It looks like a cheese grater. <laughs> it, so so it's it, it, the, a the thermometer. S- the stick was... Um, it's weird. It's a door wedge. So, yeah, it, it looks like a door wedge. It's shaped like a door wedge. It has the same stick, a similar it stick. It looks like a gas pedal. It has a similar style stick to the twenty-six hundred. <gasps> Guitar pedal. And then it has, instead of one <laughs> button on the top, like the 2600 had, it has two buttons on the sides. So you have the two buttons, and then if you want, you can like do the joystick and you can press. So it's... I've never held one though in my life like it's the the system sold some okay like it was like a couple million units but I've never in my life touched one of these things it's weird as fuck looking so it's cursed
1: it is cursed it's very cursed I feel like having looked at this I has put a curse upon my life So uh, I
3: I think you I think it goes in rectally (laughs) the the game system from there
0: ah of course yeah my goodness but yeah no as you can tell with the lack of experience we have for early controllers we are not even 20 not real gamers no we are we are 20 minutes into the stream right and we've already like flown right through about 10 controllers keep Uh, going but the fact is these are dinosaur
1: controllers
0: but Yeah, yeah this is these are dinosaur controllers this is uh, before dirt. And a lot of these controllers... The thing about the early uh, controllers is they were highly experimental. This was a no man's land of controllers at this time. Like, nobody knew how to get a controller 100% right. It was basically like they made the controller, but they didn't really design it around games that they were anticipating coming out. they just kind of like, here's a controller, it'll do stuff, kind of make a game to work with this controller. They didn't make the I controller mean, based on the games, I don't think.
3: I, I would say... Nintendo's NES controller was like the first one. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. Be
1: to not be fucking stupid.
0: Games. Right. Yeah. yeah. I think the NES controller, the Famicom controller, those were like. They actually started designing things in a, in a very deliberate way. Uh, but skipping ahead, we've got the TurboGrafx 16 and the PC Engine. Unfortunately, the PC Engine controller, that's the best controller I could find. A picture I could find. Jesus. Uh, unfortunately, like, there's just a <laughs> lot of. Like I could find control pictures of the Turbo sixteen controller very well, not so much the uh, the the PC Engine controllers. But uh, interesting note, um, it was a pretty popular system not as well not as much as the master system or not not as much not as much as the master system not as much as the uh genesis or the or the nintendo entertainment system or the super nintendo but it was the first 16-bit console to come out and this was the controller we got with it it was a little bit more 8-bit console generation style controller as you can see Um, the weird thing though is that the japanese version was basically just like an NES controller. You had a D-pad, you had the start and select, and then you had one and two buttons. But the TurboGrafx-16 actually added turbo sliders for their one and two buttons. So you could actually turbo. so you could add, so that's why the turbo in TurboGrafx-16 uh, probably stems from them adding the turbo function. Um, I've never played with a TurboGrafx-16, unfortunately. I've heard you know there's quite a few enthusiasts for the system but you can see it's a pretty basic controller uh i think if they had just waited like a year they probably would have come up with another controller because the the controllers for the next series of uh consoles are a little bit more advanced as you can see the it's a lot more like 8-bit style but i think it, it probably works
1: That controller looks like a fake video game controller you see when, like, a background character is playing video games in, like, a children's (laughs) live-action series. Yeah. Like, something like, I don't know, Cory in the House.
0: Cory in the House? (laughs) Or
1: or Goosebumps.
0: Oh, Jesus, yeah. So yeah, it's um. I've never had any experience with this controller. I don't know if anybody else here has played TurboGrafx-16, or PC Engine.
2: Nope. I've seen people play it, but I've never done yep. it before.
0: We have a person in our Discord server who has exp- quite a lot of experience with the PC Engine. Uh, we are not those people though, so we are gonna move on. Uh, I think that the Turbo was a pretty cool idea. It's the only, the only controller on this entire slew of controllers that has that. Uh, But next was the Sega Genesis slash Sega Mega Drive. We've got very iconic controller. Um, Their first, their first controller. Admittedly, probably could have used some more buttons, but you had a nice, somewhat ergonomic design for the time. You had this nice croissant-shaped controller. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It's shaped like a croissant. Like I can't. I had to mention it. It looks like a croissant. but it has a nice. It's it. got a nice D-pad, ABC buttons, start button up top. That's pretty easy to get to from those three buttons. Uh, I did recently use one. I don't have it with me, but I have used the one that comes with the Genesis Mini. So I have experience with the with the uh, with the controller very recently. Um, and I don't I don't know about you guys, but I think it holds up pretty well. Uh, obviously, they. They definitely did a better job when they revised this thing, which more on that in a little bit.
3: But the three button is trash, baby garbage. Get rid of that.
0: I will say there Zero was ten. there was some controversy when they came out with the Genesis Mini and they were like, why didn't it have the six button controller? And then they came out with the Genesis Mini 2 and it has the, the six button controller. But I mean, I'm fond of it. I have had mem- fond memories with it. I and like it. I'm sure that Justin's got a lot of experience with it, too.
2: Yeah, this was the first controller I ever used. Well, there you go. How do you feel, it? I find about it me? funny, though, that they only added one extra button from the Master System. It's just like, here, have one more. It, it, yeah,
0: I mean, they also added a start button, a dedicated start button, <laughs> but yeah.
2: Oh, oh, fuck, I could finally stop.
0: I think what Sega really contributed to more with this controller than anything else is the idea that controllers should feel kind of be- good to hold and not be, like, cramp-inducing. Yeah,
2: not boxes. Exactly.
0: Like, we... Because there's so many rectangular controllers or so many, like, weird, like, box-shaped controllers with a big stick coming out of them, which there's going to be a few more on this, on this. by the way. We're not even done with them yet. But... We're not done with
3: controllers the, yet?
0: <laughs> well, those style of controllers. But, I mean, Sega was the first to really say, hey, let's make the controller, you know, kind of a, a shape that actually fits the hands kind of good um so yeah let's go let's back, go to, back the to the rectangle no i think i think <laughs> we've moved on from that now I'm, I'm glad we have but the next one <laughs> um i don't know if unless you guys had anything else you wanted to add to uh the genesis controller the next one that came out was the neo geo which weirdly the neo so the neo geo the reason why the controller looks like this is because There was a home console version and there was an arcade cabinet version because what they did was rather than make the arcades for a specific game, they actually made the arcades with the console and then they could and then they could sell them to retailers and they would swap the game out so when they came out with a home version they needed something comparable to this and so we have this neo geo joystick controller that's got your joystick and the four pad buttons as well as a start and select button that were on the arcade cabinet to start with um i mean it's a fight stick that turned out to be the yeah. back-end controller for a console that's that's as best i can say if you've used an arcade cabinet before this is probably kind of familiar looking Oh, i i fun fact i remember telling uh landon and jack this or and or justin that's me um but there used to be an arcade cabinet uh that was at an arcade that i went to as a kid and i didn't know till i didn't realize it till later but that arcade cabinet that I played at that arcade happened to be a neo Geo arcade cabinet. I don't remember what game it was playing, but I do distinctly remember the sNK logo, the Neo Geo logo, everything and it's it's a pretty it's a pretty good controller to use for the games that they made it for. I don't think it holds up today, but I mean as it's it definitely did a decent job of uh, being pretty comfortable at least in the arcade so I assume. You could kind of work with it. Uh, that thing is massive, though. Like that thing is big, even for the uh, home version.
1: I've never used one of these, but I admire its design. I like what it's
3: going for.
0: Yeah, it's an ad- it's an admirable design. I don't know if anybody else. How had many anything
3: alligators ahead. big is it?
0: Uh, it's. Um, I don't know how big it is, but I think it's like. I think
3: it's like this about six alligators
1: six, six alligators. That, that's thank six you. alligators
3: thank you oh jeez. yeah it's saying this big doesn't mean anything if yeah this is a podcast
2: mm-hmm. right
0: it's about six alligators uh no it's, yeah. it's 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 probably more about like the lines of like uh i don't know like
2: it's one whole momo <sighs> it's,
0: it's one, one, mo- mo- it's, it's one momo
2: it's one momo a whole momo <laughs>
0: It might. One it might. Honestly, I would. I would reckon it's probably about as big as the average cat, maybe a little <laughs> smaller. Uh, but moving is it on as to big as next, a cheese whiz? We um. He's chubby now. Oh, I gotta move uh, the chat up further. Um. So. The next uh controllers we've got the very iconic Super Nintendo and Super Famicom, and unlike the Famicom. And NES, there's no difference besides the colors. You got the same colors for both of them.
3: Um, no. They have different logos. They have different logos. <laughs> okay. That's totally true. different controllers. Come to- on.
0: Totally different controllers because of the two logos. Yep. Alright. Um This was not my first controller, but this is the first controller of the first console I owned. So this is something I have a lot of experience with, I'm sure a couple of you guys here have used a super nintendo controller quite a lot in your lives yeah. um i think you're unraveling yours yeah jack jack has is. jack has one um first party one too it looks like it's in good shape yep. it's a. I i have a i don't have the actual first party one but i do have an aftermarket one from hyperkin which i use with my retron 5 and it's it's mostly the same. It's it's slightly shaped differently. It's got a it's got some like curvature to the back here. But otherwise, I mean, you've got the the, the buttons are colored differently. But you've got your concave uh, thing about the that was actually interesting about the Super Nintendo is that the X and Y are concave, while the A and B are convex. So they were there to like kind of guide you. Um, so like if you're playing like Mario World, you'd have the Y button was concave. You'd hold that down, and then your B button could rest your thumb on. You could, you know, kind of click that for your jump button. So this was, I know it's such a stupid thing to say, but like just these small additions, like the L&R buttons, having the concave buttons paired with the convex buttons, it's just a, it's such an elegant design. It's, It's so neat how they managed to come up with a simple design for a controller and they gave you just enough buttons. You had shoulder buttons, you had your ABXY, which is something that you'd see for a lot of controllers going forward. It basically revolutionized controllers as we know it. If I had to be a little... Maybe I'm exaggerating, but I don't think I am when I say that the Super Nintendo controller was very revolutionary, because you have that ABXY, the shoulder buttons were a mandate, and Not every controller would have, like, the concave-convex thing going forward. That was kind of just a Super Nintendo thing. But it worked really well for the Super Nintendo itself, I think. They gave, I think, developers an idea of, you know, what buttons to use for what actions. Which is something that another company took a lot of thought into their controller. We'll get to in a little bit. Um, Does anybody want to share their... uh, Experiences with the Super Nintendo, the Super Nintendo controller.
1: This is a fucking great controller. It's it does exactly what it needs to, pretty much perfectly.
0: Yeah, I like agree.
1: for the game for the games on the system, and for like the way that the games are played, like this is. A, I don't want to say top five controller, but like it's up there.
0: I would say, yeah, so we're going to talk about these controllers a little more at the end segment where we'll go over our favorites and which ones we think were personally the most revolutionary. I'm not sure if I'd put it as one of my favorites, but it's definitely one of the ones that was pushing the industry forward on controllers and really getting getting controllers to a, a level where we'd see them today. Like if it weren't for the Super Nintendo controller, I don't know where our controllers would look like today. You okay, Landon? Yeah,
3: Yeah. someone asked me, or someone in our chat asked forehead reveal, so I'm covering my forehead.
0: <laughs> don't reveal the foreheads, everyone. Keep the foreheads. Yeah. Uh, God. Justin, did you have anything to share about the Super Nintendo controller? Uh,
2: this is, uh, the third controller I ever used in my life, uh, and by the way, I'm not going to keep track of this shit, because I don't remember past the Super NES, um, but I actually, I mostly played this a lot with, like, Super Mario World. Like, even though I, I liked three more, uh, I did play the Super NES for a little bit. Unfortunately, uh, ours didn't last that long. So, after that, uh, it was pretty much all Sega until, like, the PlayStation came out. Right. So, uh...
0: <laughs> so, uh, moving to the next... Um controller we've got the six button controller for the genesis and this was pretty much made as a response to um the super nintendo controller and fighting games in particular there was some genres but particularly fighting games where they were doing really well on the super nintendo because they had all these extra buttons to do all of these extra actions that you needed them to do um i mean street fighter 2 is like one of the big ones where it had just enough buttons like jack said it had just enough to do it perfectly Well, the Sega Genesis controller only had like three buttons and a start button, so they didn't have all that. So they came out with the six-button controller, has an an X, Y, and Z. And, I mean, other than that, it's pretty much the same controller, but it would... It would go on to inform Sega's next controller afterwards, so it is worth mentioning. Um, This was a controller I had a lot of experience with, because I believe that the controller that I had, uh, my sister had specifically, was from the Genesis model that had this controller. Uh, it's mostly shaped almost similar to the three-button controller. But you got its a little more rounded croissant, but it's—it's—it's <laughs> it's, it's got the A-B-X-Y's, ABCXYZ buttons. So it had enough buttons. Still one button short of the uh, Super Nintendo because the Super Nintendo has select button as well. But basically did everything it needed to do. I mean. I don't really know if there's much else you can say about it. It's it's a it's a decent controller. It was a response to the Super Nintendo controller, basically. Yeah,
1: it's just a better version of the Genesis controller.
0: It really is. It like it. I mean, it got the it, it got those extra buttons to do the stuff that the Genesis controller needed to do that it wasn't doing before.
1: Six out of ten. Oh, six. Out so of that pieces. Gen. So that yeah. Genesis could
2: finally does.
0: So Genesis could finally yeah. does.
2: You know,
3: I'm gonna percent.
2: pour. I'm gonna pour gasoline all over the Genesis community because I actually don't like this controller. Really? Really? Is there yeah, a reason yeah. you like, don't like, like it? Uh, I honestly always found the button layout a bit awkward, and most importantly, I fucking hate the shape of that controller. Like, it never a, felt good in my hands. It's a bean.
0: I'll admit that the X, Y, and Z are kind of small, and the fact that they're so convex. Where the A, B, and C are concave, but like the... They did
1: it backwards. Yeah, they did
0: it backwards, and the X, Y, and Z are so, like, narrow that I don't know if it's... It's not quite as good as the SNES controller, the way that it did it, but... But yeah, yeah, it came out in 1993, a few years after the rest of the controllers for that era had come out. Um, But afterwards, not more than like a year later, we had the next generation of systems. And the first system out the gate, because it was trying to rush out the gate, was the Saturn. And it had two different controllers for the um, two different releases. There was the Japanese version, which basically took after the... um, the six button controller although it added an l and r button it, it might be hard to see in our picture if you're watching the vod but they're basically like right near the tops of this strange almost like boomerang looking design it's kind of like a weird like it's like it squishes the middle part of the uh, six button controller but otherwise it's it a, looks the
2: same it's a robot croissant it's a I'm, robot I'm, I'm croissant be <laughs> the Western version of the Saturn's controller looks fucking funny to me because the outline makes it look like they just jammed the Model 2 Genesis controller into the Saturn controller. Yeah,
0: so the weird thing about the, the the one that we got outside of Japan, at first it had um this weird concave design, and remember when I went back and I was talking about the master system? This is kinda like that, although it's a lot more rounded instead of it being like square-shaped, but it's it's basically the same thing um it's very weird though it does have an l and r button there a little bit um kind of like facing outward as opposed to being up on the top of the controller because of the design being kind of weird but otherwise it has the same abs c xyz buttons they're just you know modeled differently the shape is a little weirder though because the grips were like like, it kind of informs where your hands should be. It's very angular. Yeah, it's very angular. It's not rounded like the Saturn or even the Genesis 6 button controller. Um, the Japanese Saturn, that is. It's it's a little weird. Um, I don't have a lot of experience with this controller. I, like, had a Saturn for, like, all of two seconds and I was a kid and I had no idea what it was doing <laughs> with it. And also, none of the games that I had, they like, were all Genesis games, so I couldn't play it.
2: Um uh- I actually do remember playing the Saturn because I remember playing a Casper, uh, the Friendly Ghost game on the fucking Saturn of all things. Yeah,
0: if you think these controllers might be like the like the North American version of this controller is a little weird, just wait a second because we're gonna get to a weirder controller for the Saturn, officially from Sega, uh, in a little oh, bit. Okay. Uh, Landon, I'm guessing you didn't really have any. You don't really have anything to add. I don't think you have a lot of experience with the Sega Saturn.
3: I I typically don't eat robot croissants. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Landon Cohen, our uh, our resident comedian, everyone. Yes, this
1: one's a little stale. Taking backing off of my joke.
3: That's what best comedians do. They take jokes and then they make them better. No, we just take them. <laughs> oh, okay. That, that's the end of the sentence. <laughs> um, yeah, that, I finished my thought.
0: The next controller that would come out, which would be with the system that it released with, was the Sony PlayStation, which originally, uh, Sony did not put their, uh, controller, their controller didn't have, um, it was weird. The PlayStation was one of the first, like, 3 d focus consoles. Like, yes, the Saturn could do it, but it wasn't really a focal point of the system. No, the Sony PlayStation, they wanted 3D games. And yet, the first controller does not have sticks or anything. We'll get to that. But, uh... Yeah. Sony did Demon come croissant. out. <laughs> Sony did come out with a pretty interesting controller. Uh, they have two sets of shoulder buttons. First controller to really do this. Instead of just an L and R, you had an L one and R one, and then an L two and R two. They have a special, diff- a little bit of a different take on the directional pad, where it's like split. So, all the buttons are separated, but they are still underneath the controller. They're like connected by like a pivoting point. So, you can still rock your thumb around. It's just the buttons themselves are split on the top of the controller. You've got your start and select, like most systems have. Although, Sony did a weird thing where, um, much like how the Super Nintendo kind of made its controller to like give an inform, like kind of inform the developers how to build a game with those buttons. Uh, Sony did very something very similar. They have X, circle, triangle, and square for their buttons, which they'd use for every system since. And they were meant to symbolize different things. Like X and circle were yes and no. These get flipped from inside of Japan and outside of Japan, but they still both mean yes and no when you put them together. Uh, the square button was a menu or like information button, so you could get like extra, you know, stuff that way and then the triangle is supposed to be a viewpoint or camera control button basically. So, this was something that they really like put a lot of thought into and it's kind of um between the Super Nintendo controller and the Sony PlayStation uh controller, they basically kind of started getting an idea that certain buttons should kind of do certain things. Obviously with genre differences that's going to differ based on which genre you're playing, which buttons should do what things, but we start really getting an idea that controllers are starting to be built with the games in mind, as opposed to just kind of building a controller and then trying to build games around it after the fact. I do not have in uh, experience, really, though, with this version of the controller. Uh, I didn't get a PlayStation well uh, after.
2: The, this was the first co- uh, iteration of the PlayStation controller I ever used, because I specifically remember the shoulder buttons, like the L2 and R2 button, they're not the fat buttons that uh, a lot of people are used to. They're right. actually just about as thin as yeah, the L one and R one
0: exactly. And that is something weird and different that they would basically desert with one of their next controllers going forward and never go back. Yeah. Um,
1: Compared to future Dual Shocks, this one has. <laughs> this isn't even
3: a Dual Shock. It, it looks it like looks, it's missing something, right?
2: It it looks well. It looks skinny. It the does. picture. Honestly, it's playing mind games with me. I think it's the lack of the thumbsticks, but it looks like it's long.
0: Um, I, so there is a version of the PlayStation controller where the grips are a little longer. But yes, importantly, the Sony PlayStation controller is known for being one of the first controllers that had dedicated hand grips. Like, you'd have like little like curvature to controllers to kind of guide your hands to. No, Sony put this controller out, and they were like, this is where your hands rest. You hold the controller like this hold Uh, it firmly grasp it in your hand between this and the next controller we're going to go over this is when controllers really started kind of like this is how you should hold it here's a guide here's buttons these buttons should do certain things we're actually really starting to see the modernizing of controllers right around this period uh
2: would you say uh (laughs) playstation like standardized the grip
0: I i would say they did i think i think so what is that, Landon? Is that a...
3: Oh, uh... This is how you're supposed to hold the, hold the <laughs> controller, right? Yeah. <clears throat>
0: so you can't see it? Exactly but correct. If you're watching the VOD, Landon is holding the controller by, like, the middle portion, which you do not hold a controller by.
3: What are you talking what? about? What? No way. This is where the handhold is. <laughs> Break that controller? God, no. no this is, you, you this you is my it, Goku DualShock 4. You hold
0: it by the grips. You don't hold it like this. But, uh, no, if, um, moving on to the next controller, um, we're actually gonna go back to the Sega Saturn for a moment before we go on to the next actual system. Mm. Uh, they came out with a controller called the 3D, uh, oh, God. The 3D pad.
1: This fucking thing. Yeah, this thing it's is. Sick, man.
0: This thing is weird. Um, so it, it's got this weird, like, pizza design to it. It still has the A, B, C, That's X, Y, Z it. buttons. It has... Or it has an L and R <laughs> button. You can't see them, but they're more trigger-like, and they're on the back of the controller. Um, they still have the start button in the middle. They've got the D-pad, and they added a, an analog stick. It was the technically the first major uh, controller to have an analog stick and a D-pad separately, um, but... In fairness, it was it did come out like just a few weeks before the system with the next controller, which would be the N sixty four. We'll get to that in a second, and so uh-huh. it's it's hard to really gauge to say that um, to gauge and say that like Sega came up with this first because Nintendo was working on the N sixty four for quite a few years at that point. I don't think that they came up with this before Nintendo came up with the N sixty four and came up with the controller for it. It just happened to come out first. Uh, but this was uh, basically. They came out with it as a way of uh, controlling some of their 3D games that were coming out at the time. Um, Nights into Dreams was like a big one. Like, that's the big Saturn game, and it probably plays a lot better with this controller than the one without an analog stick. Um, Xbox or GameCube more, asking one of our viewers, Um... We'll probably get to that in a little bit. We're we're pretty close to it. We'll we'll talk about that when we get there. Um cuz we're going through the, like the whole history from this point forward. Uh, I've never actually I think this is the controller that I used though. I don't think I used the controller that it had the um that was like packed in originally. I think this was the controller that I got with my Saturn that I used for like all of 2 seconds and couldn't actually use it. Um it looks one of our other viewers says looks like a frisbee it does look like a frisbee it's very um it's yeah, see, he's not hungry it's very, like disc shaped <laughs> uh one fun fact though about this controller um i don't have a picture for it but i had saw in an article many pictures of different angles of the controller the part where the cord is is not wholly attached to the controller you can take that out And it's hypothesized that there was meant to be a possibility of maybe a wireless adapter that could go in there. Uh, It was never explored because the Saturn didn't do well enough to do this. But technically, you can take that part that has the cord out. So that's kind of interesting.
2: I mean, I'd believe it considering how Sega kept making these fucking Transformers for consoles. They were,
0: Yeah, they were really experimental. It's Sega. Sega's weird. Did any of you get to use this controller?
2: Nope. No, nah, like like I said, that that Casper game is like the only experience I have with the Saturn. Right.
3: What about you, Landon? Now I ate one once. We're one talking one. about pizzas, right?
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, we're talking about the Saturn 3D controller.
3: Oh, I I don't know what you're talking about.
0: All right, so we'll move on to the next controller, and the next controller is the Nintendo 64. Uh, this was the first controller to be packed in with the console, with an analog stick. So this is kind of big. Oh boy. Uh, unfortunately, this thing looks fucking weird. So yeah. we gotta go over this. If I mean, if you've used an N64 controller, you know, but it has three prongs there's two grips on the sides there's one in the middle the one in the middle has the analog stick so if you're playing certain games that are going to be in 3d you're probably going to be holding the middle and the right if you're playing more 2d oriented games you'll probably be holding the left and the right it's it's very weird uh jack has an n64 controller so does uh landon they actually still have theirs i do not unfortunately um but notably the n64 did something very weird so the n64 has. The analog stick, you've got an A and B button still returning. They did not bring back the X and Y buttons from the, uh, the Super Nintendo, but they have four C buttons, C up, left, right, and down. And those would control certain things depending on which game. Then there's the L and R, which were returning. And then behind the uh, analog stick on the back of the controller is a Z button, which is it's not an actual trigger, but it's It's in a position where you would press a trigger, so it has a third button on the back. So it's very interesting controller, and no other controller in the history of controllers ever has done this specific design ever again. But, uh,
2: it's... Yeah, it's, yeah because it, no one has three hands.
0: No one has three yeah. hands, exactly.
2: Well, Well, it's mostly that they kind of, you know, they didn't put the stick dead center in the controller.
3: Right, yeah. Um, how many croissants is this
2: (laughs) i would say it's about
3: three
0: croissants
1: (laughs) three croissants big or three croissants
2: total
0: uh three croissants big i don't know i think Um. cloud
2: is just hungry i am hungry i mean looking at that but i'm hungry
0: it's like half a pizza it's
2: like Uh,
0: a hand it's like yeah it is like a hand it's kind of shaped like a hand Which is weird because you probably shouldn't be holding something that's shaped like a hand for your controller, but... (laughs) Imagine you have to hold someone's hand to play a game. Like, that's... Whoa. That's that's too lewd. That's too much.
3: Jack and I did that once. (laughs) (laughs) We were holding hands while we played Kirby.
2: (laughs) I find the C buttons were kind of like the whatever buttons, like... If it wasn't, like, tool-intensive like Zelda, it was just, like, camera controls.
0: Yeah, they, they changed, like, the developers made the different buttons work depending on which one you were doing. Like, if you were playing Pokemon Stadium, that's how you picked your your attacks, is they had the... You'd go into, and you'd press C up, left, right, or down in order to select which move you were gonna do. And, um, I think in Mario uh, 64, it, control, it, like, sort of controlled the camera. I don't remember. I, I, I know that the Z button um, one of the, or one of the shoulder buttons would like reset the camera behind you. But I think the C buttons could like adjust it. Um, but certain games would do cer- different things with the C button. So it wasn't like a specific, you know, the C buttons do this almost all the time. Every like they didn't do stuff like that. Um, but yeah, as far as controllers go, uh, it it's weird. It's very weird. Like they have a lot of buttons, so there's a lot of options to do certain things. But as far as the layout, the form factor, it's it is it is an ugly duckling.
2: <laughs> yeah, what well, you don't see is Z button on the back. It
3: definitely spreads your butthole wide when you try to <laughs> insert it. What?
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
3: Yeah.
2: Also, uh, wasn't this the first control of rumble? Um,
0: not on its no. own, but it was um. It, you, so, I didn't mention this, but there was an expansion slot on the back of the controllers. If you're watching the VOD, I'm sure you might have caught a glimpse of it when Jack and Landon were using, were holding theirs. But they, uh, you could put these little uh, cartridges into the expansion slots. Um, one of those expansion slots, uh, one of those cartridges was a rumble pack. So, for certain games, if it supported this rumble pack, um, and you had the rumble pack inserted, it would... Give you vibrations feedback, uh, haptic feedback for if you were doing certain things. Um, good old Star Fox really sixty four says. It. I'm not gonna lie, I haven't used. Um, I have. Rumble I don't pack. think I remember using the Rumble Pack for mine. I had the Transfer Pack, which you would put for stuff like Mario Golf and, namely, Pokemon Stadium. Um, those two are like the big ones. Um, and then there was also a Memory Pack that you could put in. And you could save, like, ghost data from Mario Kart 64 and other stuff like that that couldn't be saved to the controller or couldn't be saved to the cartridge itself. It had to be saved elsewhere, so they would put the um, the expansion slot for the memory pack for that. But, yeah, yeah it's it had some cool ideas, but I think it, it definitely aged kind of weird just because it, it, it has three prongs. Like, how do you hold that? Like, it's weird.
2: Yeah, <laughs> this, the 64 like PS1 era was the era of you needed like memory cards and shit to save games hey, hey you P- Pikachu, Pikachu Mike. Mike
0: we're not going to go over weird st- peripherals like that unfortunately but that was a thing that they came out with um, I have a soft spot for the N64 controller but if there's one criticism I really have more than anything that analog stick despite being the first console to have an analog stick packed into its controller it's it's not great it, it's very it's very uncomfortable, and it's very rigid. And then after you've used it for a while, it goes the opposite direction, and it's scraping against the inside, and it becomes too loose, and it will often not be able to reset to its default position after using it for a long time. Uh, anyone who's played Mario Party with these controllers probably knows the agony of having to twist, especially the first Mario Party, having to s- twist the analog f- only- a circle. It's yeah.
1: only the first Mario Party because they
0: they did a lot of mini games where you had to do that, and it's yeah, it it left a lot of hand cramps.
1: Um, <laughs> not just cramps, kids fucking cut their hands on that shit. Yeah, bleed, bitch. <laughs>
0: but uh, was there anything else you guys wanted to say about the N sixty four controller? Oh,
1: not really. Before we move on, it's, it's pretty bad.
2: It's pretty bad. It's
3: pretty badass.
2: I had a weird tendency to. Hold the left grip and outstretch my thumb to the stick and play entire games like that. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so,
0: we'll move on to the next system, or the next controller rather, because this is actually a controller for an existing system we've already talked about, and that is the DualShock. What? What? We've got oh, no the DualShock 1, first of its kind, it came out in uh, late 1997 and in 1998 across different territories and this was the controller that they would start packing uh, the newer ps1 uh, revision with and a different color and this was also a controller that was made mandatory for certain games i remember ape escape was like the first big game where like you could not play the game without this controller but uh, basically what it adds over the regular Sony PlayStation controller is, you've got the two analog sticks. They can actually be pressed in for an L3 or R3 button, so They weren't just sticks, they were also buttons. Um, there was a button to turn off that analog stick. Uh, you might remember when I was on the 3D Pro, there was like a little switch. I'm not sure if that turned on or an off the stick or if it actually turned on the stick or the D-pad, because I think there might have been like a weird like thing where you had to toggle which one you were using. But with this with the dual shock you have that button. If the lights on, then you have analog mode. If it's Uh, not you're in digital mode.
2: Yeah, um the I actually don't have much well actually I don't have any experience with the uh not the original revision. Uh I have a a turbo controller version of it. But yeah, if the light was on you could use the sticks. If it wasn't, uh you were stuck on the D pad. Right.
0: Um, and that was basically so like for a compatibility with previous games, because there's a lot of games that they came out with, you know, it's so that if you were playing older games that came out before the analog controller came out, you'd still be able to play those games with that controller by just turning the analog off. Um, and then notably, as Justin mentioned earlier, uh, we have bigger L and R buttons, L2, R2 on the back. Instead of them being the same shape and size as the L1 and R1 buttons, they became a little bit bigger. They basically took up the rest of the back of the little, like, um, part where your uh, fingers can rest on the back of yeah. the controller.
2: there's a lot of negative space on the original controller. This is not the DualShock 1,
0: this is the DualShock 2, but it's extremely similar, and we're going to be getting there recently. But basically, what I'm talking about is, if you're watching, um, they're, they're basically, they cover the whole thing, whereas there's like only like half of that area covered by the previous controller um this was a controller i had a ton of experience with i owned a playstation the family owned a playstation i played stuff like spyro the dragon crash bandicoot um a lot of other games all with that controller so i have many many hours logged in with a dualshock one
2: yeah, this is this is back in the day where you actually had the option to turn on and off the analog sticks because in the future you didn't get that yeah, option.
0: they're on by default nowadays. So, uh, how do you guys feel about the DualShock?
2: Good. I mean, good. It, it was a pretty successful uh, design, and they kept do- uh, using it, so I think yeah. it's pretty good.
0: Oh yeah, we'll we'll see this going forward. Sony stuck with this for a while. They did not want to let this form factor and this whole like this whole stick go. Yeah. Landon's just creeping in the back. He's like, just chilling.
1: <laughs> huh? Although, oh. the, with the I ice cream, so it makes sense.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Do you have any experience with the original Dual Shock as a kid?
2: Me?
3: Yeah. Mm. Oh, uh. I mean, sure i do not sure. Landon is
0: like, so whatever about this like generation of controllers. He's like, sure, man, whatever.
1: He's like, sure, we already yeah. did the best one. Yeah. Okay. He's like, we
0: haven't gotten... No, he, we haven't gotten to the best one yet, in his opinion.
1: No, I mean, he, we already did the best one of this generation, which, to him, is a 64 controller. True.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you like the 64 um, controller that much, Landon? It's cool if you Uh Yeah,
3: because I can play Paper Mario... On this controller, can I? That, that's can I can no, you I can't. Do, can I you can't. You can't play Paper Mario with the DualShock So <laughs> that piece of shit needs to get the fuck off this screen. Let's
0: move on. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna move on, and the next controller is the Dreamcast. Uh, the Hell Dreamcast yeah. came out af, uh, about a year after the Dual Shock did in Japan. Um, although we wouldn't see the the system for another year or so. But the Dreamcast is very. Uh, it was the first. Contro- it was the first system of the sixth generation of consoles, before the PlayStation Two, before the GameCube, before the Xbox. Uh, I did not experience the Dreamcast as it came out, but I did eventually get one. Uh, I do have a Dreamcast controller. Um, I have eight. Fun uh, eight. Fun factors uh, features about the Dreamcast controller. You've got L and R triggers. You've got. An analog stick, you've got a D-pad, you've got the start button at the bottom, which is triangular. You've got A, B, X, Y, although the A and B and the X and Y are swapped from where they were on the Super Nintendo. And this is actually the same thing that Microsoft would end up doing on their controller that would come yeah. right after.
2: Thieves! Thieves! They
0: stole this! This was Sega's was that, idea first!
2: The, the Dreamcast controller is the first controller that has actual triggers.
0: Right. Right. It's uh, very, they're actually pretty comfortable. I think they hold up pretty well. Uh, Very interestingly, the Dreamcast controller also has not one, but two expansion slots. So they took a a page from the N64's book, but they added a second one. And you can insert these VMUs, which were essentially memory cards. Um, Should be worth noting that the PlayStation needed memory cards to save games. You couldn't because it uses disc-based stuff. So, um, one thing that Sony Sony would do is they'd have the memory cards in the the console above the controller. Whereas if Nintendo, on the Nintendo 64, if you needed to save extra data, this was a similar feature where you would have something that would plug in here. The Dreamcast would do this too. So this was actually a pretty common thing. At the time, there were several companies that were doing systems that had this sort of thing. Uh, and then the weirdest thing about the controller, in my opinion, although quite a few people don't really mind it, is that the cord comes out of the bottom.
3: But, uh, the bottom worst fucking shit. There
0: is this, there is this <laughs> little thing on the back, though. You can just kind of tuck it into, and then it, and then it's, and then it's good to go.
3: And then you can. You know what they could have done? Fucking what, what, just make it go through the goddamn top.
0: Um. You know, I guess maybe they could have. I guess there's kind of space there, but. There's not a whole lot of
3: space on the back of the. Controller. There's a whole, there's a whole bunch of fucking plastic. True. Right here. Just feed it through there. True. Come on, I mean, come on, Sega, <laughs> stop being cowards. Stop. Uh, <laughs> well, unfortunately, you know Sega
0: would be even more cowardly, in your opinion, because they just stopped making games after, or stopped making consoles after this. This is their last console.
1: It's because they put the fucking seconds. cord on the bottom.
3: Yeah. It's
0: because they put the cord on the bottom.
3: I, that's that's really what that killed the Dreamcast 100% that's what killed Sega As uh, console makers
0: They put the cord on the bottom That's why they're dead <sighs>
2: No, God. this is the PS2 <laughs>
0: um, I mean, I'm sure you So, a couple of you guys have Quite a bit of experience with the Dreamcast So I'd like to hear your thoughts uh, Jack, if you want to talk about the Dreamcast controller And games you've played, I'm sure you've got quite a lot Jet that Radio fucking,
1: fucking solid controller um missing a second stick that missing nice. a second stick yes but holds up honestly it's uh it's pretty comfy it's got a good control stick good d-pad buttons are nice it's got good triggers yeah i don't i don't give a shit about the wire placement so yeah it's fine
0: the dreamcast controller i great. like it pretty good uh justin how do you feel about the
2: controller honestly i feel like uh i mean i know it's not exactly the same especially because there's a bit more of a dip in the back but uh, if you can get used to like the xbox controller like the revision not the duke uh i think the dreamcast kind of feels somewhat similar to that and it's pretty comfortable to me i agree like i think i think the roughest thing about it is that hard-ass like plastic thumbstick but it's not really that bad
0: has come to bug me um and then landon you have you shared all of your thoughts on the controller
3: man you know i love the buttons i love the triggers it has a really cool analog stick i love where you can have the vmu in it and that Zero is cool. out of 10 controller <laughs> put the goddamn cable through the goddamn <laughs> top of your fucking controller
0: Uh, so we got two people here who don't care for the controllers cord placement, and two people who do. For once, me yeah, and Landon. on the same Jack loves community. it. Jack I, loves
3: where the controller or the cables fucking placement is. He absolutely gets off what, on that.
1: What can I say?
0: But yeah, I do agree with Jack. I think that um, it is worth noting that the controller actually has very comfortable hand, like ergonomic grips for your hands, similar to the DualShock did but um you know a little bit more differently designed i think probably overall probably actually a little bit more better shaped for your hands um so yeah i know holds up surprisingly well i would say uh if we don't have anything else to share we'll move on to the uh next one which is gonna be pretty quick because it's 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 the dual shock 2. it is the one of the most the most iconic controllers for one of the most iconic game consoles of all time and, uh, it's literally just the DualShock 1, except now these buttons are pressure-sensitive, so if you press them really hard, they do more things, apparently. Uh, very few games would actually use this. You don't really need it. Yeah,
2: I, th- I, I think it was just platforms.
0: Um, I, I mean... Think, I think I heard GTA. Metal Gear Solid 3. Yeah, Metal Gear Solid 3. Um, fighting games, there was a couple that experimented with it. The Bouncer was a game that, tried, that used it.
2: Oh, yeah. You know, I'm glad Jack said that, because I did forget about that, uh... If, uh, if you just mash the square button you just like aim but if you like held it down you'd like run and shoot right yeah
0: Um, and like how hard you pressed on it it would like basically like have the game do something different for it uh, yeah. pressure sensitive buttons were something that would stick around for a couple of generations but they eventually went away after a while But um, worth noting is that the DualShock 2, because it basically has everything from the DualShock 1 and then just that one extra thing, are actually cross-compatible with the DualShock 1. You could use DualShock 1 on PS2. You can use DualShock 2 on PS1. It is one of the few pairs of systems and pairs of controllers that does this. We'll get to another uh, set of systems and controllers that do the same later on. But yeah, uh, interesting to know. They, They are cross-compatible. Um, we talked a lot about the DualShock, though. It was pretty revolutionary for its time. You had Rumble built in with the DualShock 1. I forgot to mention that. That's why it's called Shot DualShock, because Rumble features. Um, but DualShock 2 basically did all the same things. Uh, the next controller, the next system that would come out, though, would be this controversial piece of plastic, Uh-oh. which was the known as the Duke The Duke for the Xbox Uh, I've used this controller before. Interesting things to note about it, uh, it had the, it had your A, B, X, Y, similar to the Dreamcast, it had L and R triggers, similar to the Dreamcast, but it also had black and white buttons, um, the black and white, as well as the A, B, and X, Y are pressure sensitive, just like the X, circle, triangle, and square on the DualShock. It's the first controller that had two sticks that were in offset positions, which is something pretty commonly used in controllers nowadays except if you're Sony or Google. Um, A lot of third-party controllers, a lot of first-party controllers for a couple of systems, they have this design where there's one stick up near the top on the left side, and one stick now below the buttons on the right-hand side. There's a couple outliers. The Wii U also is not something that conforms to this, but quite a lot of controllers would use this method. The problem is is that the thing is huge like the thing is really massive and it only lasted for like a year or so before being replaced because of this and i have i have used this thing before uh the d-pad on it is very weird like it's it's a weird like circular ripple that's like subtly yeah it looks like it's like subtly indifferent it looks like the blob from the um from the opening sequence when you boot up the xbox and it's got like the little warping green blob like i i think that's maybe what that's something they that we're going for i don't know
2: it's it's a half cooked egg it's half
0: cooked egg uh it's hard to tell from the picture but like the dreamcast it does have two expansion slots on the back although they weren't really used yeah. a whole lot because the xbox has built-in memory so you could just save the <gasps> xbox hard drive you didn't ha- need to have these little like expansion slots um, if anybody knows what these expansion slots were used for uh, we'd be glad to hear it in the comments on YouTube oh. or um, if you join our Discord and you'd like to talk about these things more you're welcome to join that as well um, yeah I, I used it it was definitely it was definitely too big for my hands my hands are not big my hands are pretty small so I they were very uncomfortable for me yeah no, it was I, I... too small <laughs> leave it to in. <laughs> I,
2: I have big ass you got giant man hands. Oh, there. I have big ass man hands, and this thing is still annoying to use.
0: Jack, you have any thoughts? This
1: thing's fucking hideous.
2: <laughs> Damn, just go so, right for it.
3: So, like a eight out of ten?
2: Yeah, something. Like I mean, <laughs> okay. I, one of the weirdest things about the controller is that the the sticks are not even uh, like universal. One is no. like a like a dip in it the other one is like a knob
0: yeah so one of them is concave so it has like that design where it's like it's kind of like the a- the x and y on the snes controller they go inward so that they can guide your finger the other one it's kind of concave but it's only like a little bit near the top so it might as well just be a convex stick it's it's really weird um but that's, this is the first and only time they did that they would move on to a controller that's a lot more similar to what we would see with controllers nowadays so uh, I guess we're just going to move on to. I'm sure this is a favorite of Jack's, the GameCube controller. <gasps> the GameCube. The GameCube. The girl's room. The GameCube controller is very. Uh, nowadays, it's it's a lot of people really love this thing. You have the you have two sticks. Uh, one of them, they converted the C buttons from the N64 into a stick, so it's actually a second stick. You have yeah. L and R triggers. Uh, I actually have one of my own controllers. Um, this one actually was gifted to me by Jack many years ago. It's yep. a Japanese. Hey, it is Japanese only version of the Super Smash Brothers for Wii U uh, and uh, GameCube controller. So on the GameCube controller, you have L and R triggers. More on these later. Uh, you have a Z button, which is basically where mm. the L and R buttons kind of are on the. Um, On the ps2's uh, dualshock you have a start button in the middle you've got the one of the interesting things about the gamecube is the a b and x y they're not designed in any way like any other controller they have the a button is massive in the middle for your main button b button which is usually your cancel button is a lot smaller and a little off to the side and then the y and x buttons are these bean shaped uh, buttons kind of hovering right off the side of the A button. Um, So you'd have this uh, idea where you'd have your thumb mostly on the A button, and then you could pivot to the other buttons as needed. And then the L and R, interestingly, they're analog triggers, but if you press all the way down, you get a click, because it is a button, but you can also have a trigger all the way down until you hit that button. very unique design, very unique controller.
2: Yeah, this is probably my most played uh, with Nintendo controller like of all time.
0: It's it's still supported to this day. Like the Nintendo Switch has a USB adapter, you can plug that USB adapter in and plug your game controller and play Switch games with. I have the same orange one.
1: Jack, got, got orange, orange one. But mine is orange and white. That's a really cool <sighs> design. I've had this for uh, a long time. I don't know, like nine years. Wow! So, you- I still have my original. I didn't bring it with. I got up to get this one because this is the main one I use. But I still have my original from box GameCube controller. Oh wow! Uh, that I
2: got for Christmas in 2002, the, and the, it still the, works.
0: The, I the game- I still have mine too.
2: The GameCube controller is honestly the first controller where it wasn't just some boring ass like gray or black color. It was actually like purple
0: out of the box. Yes, and it is worth noting we did not mention this, so thank you for bringing it up. But uh, the previous generation with the N64 and then the DualShock as well. Um, this is when the console manufacturers started like kind of giving you a lot of different color options. Like N64, you could get clear ones, orange, green, blue, red, whatever. Um, and they did the same thing with the GameCube but they actually packed in purple ones originally with the purple launch the console. Then there would be a silver version and there was an orange version so they, they had different consoles and matching controllers for the GameCube and that was kind of cool. Yeah.
1: What GameCube did you guys have? Uh, I had a purple Ooh. one
0: and I had um, originally I had just a pure Indigo controller and then I got the half uh, indigo half clear one solid I still have that half indigo half clear one too although it yeah. is I put it aside because I wanted to show off the smash one
2: well I mean the, the the clear controllers were happening as early as the 64 but there was a lot of people that had those I don't really know what the fad was
0: it was just a, th- a visual thing like people just liked to see the insides of the controller th- with the clear it was just a cool aesthetic
1: yeah Hmm. Says purple he one broke. that got broke while playing SADX and then got
0: a silver one <laughs> um, so yeah I mean a lot of us have played GameCube a lot of us have used this GameCube controller very popular uh, Jack how do you feel about the GameCube controller
1: I've probably used this controller not this controller specifically but like the GameCube controller more than any controller ever like yeah yeah. <laughs> I would say. Just based on total play time. Yeah. Uh, um, I love this controller. I mean, the D-pad is kind of small, but, like, it's hardly used for anything. Yeah. And the C-stick is, I mean, it's it works. Fine. I like it. It works. But, I mean, in terms of, like, feel and, like, grip yeah. and the button placement, like, I don't know. It's... I feel like it's been surpassed, uh, but it's top five. Yeah, Yeah, for for its time,
0: it was really good. Uh, Justin, how do you feel about the GameCube controller? You have experience with it.
2: Oh, yeah, I have, like, this is not only my most played Nintendo console, like, ever, but, like, uh, this was a time where I was actually really active across, like, everything. Like, I was playing the GameCube, the PS2, and the Xbox, like, pretty much at the same time. Right, me too. and I think I was actually playing the GameCube more than both of them, actually, which is uh, strange. But, uh.
0: Huh? Oh, no, I was going to say, I. I had more experience with the PS2, but I definitely had a lot of experience with uh, with the GameCube as well. But go on.
2: Yeah, uh, I definitely think, like, this was, I think, where I think, uh. Man, can I say I think anymore? <laughs> <laughs> you know? This, uh, this... You know? <laughs> This was the controller that, uh, Nintendo really nailed it for me. Like, it was really comfortable. Um, I've heard some people sometimes, like, bump their fingers on, like, the backs of where, like, the D-pad and the C-stick are, but I didn't really have that problem. I don't know what they were doing. And, uh, I think, aren't the, uh, the, the you said the, the L and R buttons are, like, pressure sensitive, like, so they're they're, they're, like,
0: they're triggers, but then if you press them down all the way, they have an anal- they have a digital button at the bottom, at the back. It's it's really weird.
2: They're like a mix of yep.
0: analog and digital.
2: Yeah, I think I got the most out of that playing Luigi's Mansion.
0: Uh, yeah, I haven't played Luigi's Mansion. Um, my most my biggest experience with uh, that aspect of the buttons is with Super Smash Brothers Melee because you could like light shield if you just held it down a little bit, and then if you press it down all the way, um, you could use it to you could press it down to dodge. If you only had yeah. like halfway, you'd have like the the larger shield. Yeah. Um, Landon, what about you? What say you about the GameCube controller?
3: Oh, it's fine. It's too popular, so I'm gonna give it a three out of ten. <laughs> People like using it for some reason, and it it's a weird looking fucking persona for sure. So it it is
0: it is extremely popular. Like they like too- I
3: said. It's hard to hold it uh, through the middle, like I I hold most of my controllers. <laughs> so I uh, I don't know. Yeah, three out of ten. Um, feels Landon nice. does this
0: every time. By the way, this is an every 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 gaming studio just talks Landon thing. Uh, what? Uh, uh,
2: what? Yeah, I think. I think uh, part of the proof that this is Nintendo's most successful controller is the fact that they keep fucking retroactively supporting it.
0: Yeah, I mean, it is... All of the Wii models for like the first few years had GameCube support built in so you could use GameCube controllers and a lot of Wii games supported the GameCube controller. The Wii U would come out with an adapter so you could play with the GameCube controller for Smash Brothers. And then yep. the Switch, you can use either the Wii U one or just the one that they came out with later for the Switch, the adapter, to play any game with the GameCube controller. An app, it just operates as a USB controller. So you can still use a GameCube controller to this day to play current-gen games. Will it work 100%? Yeah. Maybe not. Depends on the game. You know, there might be games where they need, more, they need that extra shoulder button and you just don't have it. But... Um, you can technically... It still works. It still works. Uh, we're going to move on to the uh, next one, though. The next... Lennon,
1: did you see Al's comment?
0: Want Lennon to grow his beard longer and start keeping a, a lighter around? <laughs> he he wants, have that lighter? He wants Lennon to just be de DeBess. Go watch totally the advanced. Ace Attorney Vods.
1: Go watch the great Ace Attorney Vods. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Now he's back.
0: Um... So yeah, the next controller that we would see would be a revision to the Xbox controller. <laughs> this is the Xbox Controller S. Uh, it is much more ergonomically designed than the Xbox's original controller that we call yep. the Duke. A, they did, re, they did a reposition the white and black buttons to be more below the uh, ABXY. And they did reposition the, the start and back buttons to be over on the... Uh, underneath the other stick but you'll see that the sticks are both concave the d-pad is more traditionally a d-pad and uh it's got you know more like it's it's got some more rounded handles to put your grip around and notably much smaller it is not xbox huge
1: yeah i think really- uh, this is a great controller honestly yeah they the duke's <laughs> The the Duke sucks ass, but like this one
2: is pretty pretty I, good. I I have to dock some points though. It doesn't hurt as much when you hit somebody with it. Mm, <laughs> you can't use it as a weapon point. as well, so that's points off for that.
3: It's it's bludgeoning score. It has decreased, so <laughs> I give it a five out of ten.
1: They had the D pad right on this one. How did they fuck it up on the next one? We'll get yeah, to that. We'll get Yeah. To, but the, the D-pad on this one is fine. Like, it functions perfectly well for both what you need it to and just, like, if you need to play... I can't even think of a game that would primarily use the D-pad on the original Xbox. But, like, I imagine it could be used for that in a reliable way.
0: I'm trying to think. Did the... I mean, the Xbox had... No. The Xbox didn't even get a whole lot of fighting games because a lot of fighting games were on the...
2: Well, PS- there was yeah. Dead or Alive. Yeah. yeah. That's true. true.
0: Um, did Soul Calibur come oh, to the Xbox?
2: Uh, yeah, because they had that
1: spawn thing, didn't they? Is that is that the lighter that I got from the dispensary? <laughs> it
3: is. <laughs> <laughs> and nice. I'm not I... turning it around because it has their their branding on, on the other yeah, side. Yeah, probably, they probably could... don't want to do that. No free rides on this channel. <laughs> no free rides on this channel? <laughs> Unless
1: unless you're fucking Taco Bell. Yeah, only Taco. We will Bell. give a we will give a free ride to Taco Bell any day of the week.
0: Uh so yeah, the controller S short and sweet. It it took the Duke and it made it good. And yep. it's it this controller notably basically informs a lot of Xbox's future controllers. So, I mean, pretty important milestone for the for Xbox, I would say. Uh, The next controller that came out, same year as the Xbox controller S. We don't have exact dates for either of these. They both came out in 2002. Uh, But the WaveBird for the Nintendo GameCube, notably the first major first-party controller to be wireless. That's a a big thing. Because going forward, every controller that we're going to talk about is by default wireless. This is the controller that started that.
2: So, it's true. Yeah. I uh, remember. You go first. Oh, I was just gonna say I didn't have this controller, but I did have a friend that did have this controller. I remember the bottom part just being really bulky. But it's not yeah. like it's not overly like it's not heavy. No, and it's, still it's just a little big on the bottom. Yeah. yeah. What did I, you want to say,
1: back? I remember. I vividly remember a time and being a kid and. Like, wireless controllers were, like, the coolest thing in the world. Yeah. Because, like, every controller up to this point was wired. And, like, you know, aside from the WaveBird, they were always third party. I never had a WaveBird, actually. Uh, when I was a kid, um, I got a... I think it's a Pelican? Yeah, oh, yeah. The brand? Pelican was yeah. a brand. Now, I had, Yeah, I had a wireless Pelican controller uh and it died quicker than any controller i've ever used in my life it Um, lasted less than a year
0: i want to mention um in case anyone is listening to this you'll notice i've only been talking about first party stuff yes it is it is worth noting that a lot of third parties especially more and more as time goes on would make their own versions of controllers to be used for this different consoles This generation really exploded with third party controller support and peripheral support. But it's worth noting that we're mostly sticking to just the first party stuff. Um, So none of those mad cats, none of the pelicans, none of the GameStop, cheapo, GameCube, GameStop, with the really uncomfortable grips. Like, we're not going to talk about those. But it's worth mentioning they're out there and they exist. This shit. That thing. Oh, I remember that thing.
3: I. I'm sorry. I can only hear you. Oh yeah. If you're if
0: if you're uh, if you're listening to the podcast version of this, just the audio only. Uh, Jack shows a picture of a. Um... I'll s- if
1: you're it, but if you're in our Discord, yeah. I'm about yeah, to yeah. send it
2: to our Discord. So
0: you can you can check our Discord.
2: Um, oh, I I have the the GameStop PS2 controller, which is like a fucking mini controller for my fucking giant ass hands. So that was awful
0: uh landon any thoughts on the game on the Wavebird for gamecube
3: uh it would be cool if they did a wave bird version of the resident evil 4 controller yeah
1: oh but hell didn't. yeah so the the uh, fucking chainsaw
3: yeah with the chainsaw in the middle yeah um so i don't the whole know whole in the middle the whole thing was the chainsaw <laughs>
0: What about the PSO GameCube? <laughs> oh, that's the, the one that they—that's yeah. the, that's the one that people will bring to Smash tournaments too, right?
1: Hell yeah, God!
0: Yeah. It's like this long version that's literally the GameCube controller with a keyboard in the
3: middle. Hell yeah, <laughs> two badass <laughs> controllers that they should have made Wavebird versions of. So, True, missed opportunities there. Zero out of ten. Fucking. Okay
0: but yeah I, I do want to mention that the GameCube controller or the Wavebird for GameCube it is it might be a controller that came out afterwards kind of like the DualShock but it is as revolutionary as the DualShock for the simple fact that it's wireless and this is this is this is big because it's like I said we're going to move on next controller everything from here on out by default is wireless starting with the Xbox 360 <gasps> the Xbox 360 uh, is wireless operated by AA batteries, to be fair, which is a thing that another controller for this period would end up using. Um, it's pretty much very extremely similar to the... Uh, Landon and uh, Jack are holding theirs right now. Uh, it's extremely similar to, to the phone Xbox phone. Controller S, but instead of using the white and black buttons, they just have left and right bumpers, so they actually have a second set of shoulder buttons. With their triggers like the uh, dual, with like the Sony controllers would have, um, and they have the start and back back where they were on the regular Xbox. Although they're a lot close, they're a lot, they're more towards the top instead of being on the bottom. But the one major addition that the Xbox 360 controller had was the Xbox button. I don't know what it's exactly named, but it is the button that brings you to the hub, because from here on out, game consoles would have their own home ui where you would navigate to your different games and settings and stuff like that which mandates that a controller needs a button to go back to that xbox 360 was the first controller to do that so it it had the foresight that you'd have you'd need a button to specifically go back to that hub when needed but uh other than that there's not a lot to say but that's not a bad thing this is a really really nice controller i don't have one with me right now but it is super comfortable. It's got all the right. It's got all the right inputs. The D-pad's a little. Yeah, I mean, like Jack said. I mean, I'll let you say
1: it. Yeah. Listen, this would be the perfect video game controller if the D-pad wasn't total dog shit. Yeah. This thing fucking sucks. Like everything else about the, this controller, like the weight to it, the. The the shoulder buttons, the the triggers are super smooth. The like the the contr- the sticks are like perfect. The d-pad sucks ass though. It's the one bad thing about an otherwise flawless controller. Yeah. Uh, but thank. but like the GameCube, there aren't a whole lot of games that actually primarily use it. Like I think the only thing I can think of that would would be like Super Meat Boy, uh, Street like, Fighter Four, that too. Yeah, no, that the gears that of war like series terrible. uses it to switch weapons. Well, yeah, but that's the thing is yeah. like any like first person shooter or like any I don't know the D pad is always just like either switch gears or switch weapons. Yeah, or so it's switch, nothing like, like major. clubs. Yeah, it's not like major direct control of your character. But
0: fighting games are definitely, they took a little bit of a hit on the 360 because of that D-pad. Yep. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, Sucks. Justin, what do you have to say about the 360 controller?
2: I mean, like like Jack said with the D-pad, other than that, uh, I think this controller is probably one of the best I've ever used. Like, uh, I, if, if it fits perfectly in my hand. It's, you know, they didn't decide to do the Duke mistake again. Uh, they just kind of followed up on the uh, the revision con- uh, console, revision uh, controller that they made previously, and they just kind of touched up on it. I guess they thought the black and white buttons just kind of sitting on the front of the controller was like, maybe there was too much going on there, so I don't mind that change at all.
0: Yeah. No, I'm glad they finally added just the second set of shoulder buttons, just because, yeah, like Jack said, it's almost flawless. Landon, how do you feel about the three hundred and sixty controller? Yeah, (laughs) he's he's like taking a deep breath. He's like,
3: (sighs) "What will Landon say? What will Landon say?" Have (laughs) you ever had to clean controllers for a living? Oh Oh, boy! Oh no! This, I mean, that's just it. Like, I, I mean, obviously, other some of the other controllers we've talked about you know fucking get that have shit hand hand grime but it's that fucking the 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 fucking you know cr- yeah the, like,
0: the spot where it's like the crack in between the two halves of the
3: controller yeah. casing microsoft go fuck yourself <laughs>
1: <laughs> to oh, be fair I'm the saying. gamecube controller has that too so yeah
3: like i said other controllers have had that it's it is a thing but you know this but it's one like, like, it's a personal I mean, it's,
0: it's a personal vendetta.
3: Listen, it's, it's, the, it's the I think other, I know where you're going. It's the other one thing wrong with the controller.
1: True. True. But like there's so, also the fact that like everyone and their grandmother had a fucking 360. Well Not I guess everyone's not everyone. grandmother had one. If, he, not if, he, was, if you like, lived in North America,
0: specifically the United States, yeah. yeah everybody in,
1: in North America, if you were like us and grew up in the late aughts in, like, middle and high school, uh, everyone had a fucking 360. So, like, every gross-ass kid you can think of with, like, (laughs) hand grease and sweat and Cheeto dust...
0: This was when, like, the meme where, like, you know, Cheeto dust on the controller was, like, a a thing. It's... yeah. Uh, It is worth noting this... While the pack-in version was a wireless controller, they did make an identical wired version of these controllers that you could buy for a cheaper value. I don't remember the exact numbers, but I think it was like a, it was like $20 off or so if you've got the wired version. The wireless version, I think, was like $50, and I think that the wired version was like $25 or $30. Uh, but basically, if you couldn't afford the extra for the wireless, they had a wired option, and it had like an input that you plug in And otherwise, it was the same thing, just wired. But you'd have have the same comfortable grip, everything.
3: Yeah, so... I I, 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 I was just going to say, everything I hate about this controller, the 360 controller, goes on with everything I hate uh, with their future controllers, too. Um, Microsoft... You can you can make the, uh, it recharge like a rechargeable battery in your fucking controllers. Yeah, it, it it. Too,
0: in fairness, even now with the Xbox Series X, the controllers do not come with a rechargeable battery. This is uh, by default. This is yeah. Ugh. This is not uh, something that would be standardized with, with Microsoft. They they just don't do this. Um, the other two companies would do this, where they have built in batteries.
1: I wonder if Microsoft has a deal with like Duracell or something. So
0: their their, their argument is, and I, I get it, their argument is, and a lot of people who love Xbox will defend this point. I I don't really like it, but I get it. It's so that in case the batteries die, you just get new ones with like a well for example the next one of the next controllers we're going to talk about is the playstation 3 the battery dies in this you gotta either open up the controller and know how to replace the battery that way or you need a new controller um and that's just most the fact. and that's just how that
3: is most people just break their controllers before batteries die in them so fair yeah
0: but you know what? That well, that was their argument. Is that if you take good care of your controller, instead of having to worry, you just don't have to worry about the battery dying and having to replace the whole controller because you could just get new batteries. And they, a lot of third-party companies and Microsoft themselves would make uh, rechargeable battery packs, but you have to buy those separately.
3: Yeah, Microsoft uh, just wants an extra twenty-five bucks. So, <laughs>
0: big uh, batteries in, my, in cahoots with Microsoft. Big
2: batteries. I, I actually was in the camp of why recharge your controller when you could, uh, you know, put new batteries in it? But then when you look at it logistically, it's actually a waste of money because it's like, why not just get a rechargeable you can buy once and then recharge infinitely? Yeah, fair.
0: It's it's one of those things where, like, the controller in the long run will last better because of the replaceable batteries, but in the short term, it's so much more expensive. Cause
1: My- my counterpoint to Microsoft's battery shit is that why not just like have a removable, uh, rechargeable battery? Yeah, like that they. You I don't just, know why like, they don't replace. do that. And when it like if if it dies, I you could just replace it.
3: That's what it is, but it just doesn't come with you well, know, when you buy the system. right. Right. So that's all they yeah. really need to do is just do that, and then yeah, I will hate them. Just, just, a, less. just a tiny <laughs> like the tiniest crumb less
2: well but I think yeah. uh, I think in the next era I think Microsoft kind of learned from the other two that yeah maybe we should just have rechargeables as default.
0: Um, not entirely but we'll get there
2: so the next uh, system
0: that came out um, these are like within the same week so I might have mixed them up by accident but uh, we'll talk about the Wii Remote and Nunchuck which came with the Wii This is a unique thing. Yeah. Fuck yeah. If you know us well, we're going to make this joke. We're going to say it. The Wii One, Get Get over it. it. Get over Uh, it. (laughs) So, the Wii Remote and Nunchuck are very unique in that they have... uh, You have two components. And these both come with the system when you get them. Um, You can buy either one individually separately at the time. The Wii Remote has the D-pad up at the top. You've got an A button beneath that. You have what are now plus and minus, which are your start and select. You've got one and two on the front, which are for action buttons, more on this later. There's a B button that's trigger shaped on the back. And then there's a home button. So just like the Microsoft's Xbox, you've got the button that goes back to the menu. And then the nunchuck complements it and has a C button, a Z button, and an analog stick. And it plugs into the Wii remote on the bottom. Uh, you can also plug other things into the Wii remote on the bottom. I'm going to mention a controller that comes up that came out at the same time that we'll get on. But um, interesting things about the Wii remote is it could be used by itself. It could be used just like a remote. It could be used sideways like a controller, like the old NES style controllers. And then of course you could plug in the nunchuck and you could play with both the Wii remote and the nunchuck. The Wii remote was known. Or being a motion controller you move the wii remote around you shake the wii remote you do certain things with the motion on the screen in your game and this was something that revolution that's another
1: thing that that's another thing that would be present in every controller that nintendo
0: for nintendo at least yeah yeah i don't know about microsoft's xbox controllers i i don't think they do that maybe in a limited capacity but um yeah, Nintendo revolutionized the game with this controller. Even it, it's quirky, it's very weird, but we can't. It's quirky deny
1: XD. It.
0: It's it's you can't deny that the adding motion controls. Nintendo still uses this three generations in
3: like they're they're it it works. Cloud, your Wii is naked.
0: Well, my Wii Remote is yep. naked. I don't have the jacket, unfortunately.
3: You don't have you the don't, condom. Yeah, well, get, yep. go get yourself a condom protection first folks (laughs)
0: Um, later on they would release a thing called motion plus which would plug into the Wii remote and then they would eventually just make Wii remotes with motion plus built into them uh, which was basically just to fine-tune the motion control make it more uh, reliable but um, before we get on the other controller that come that you could get alongside the Wii's release um, how about we talk about let's talk about it yeah let's talk about it Jack, uh, Wii Remote Nunchuck.
1: Okay, so... I like to dick-ride the Wii, because it's, like, one of my favorite systems, if not my favorite system. But, like, I genuinely think that the Wii Remote Nunchuck, uh, or even just the Wii Remote by itself, for what it is, like, for what it's trying to do, like, works perfectly in any game that you're playing. Like, I mean... Is the motion perfect in any game? No. But, like, in terms of, like, the actual button layout and, you know, everything else, the fucking... you could turn it on its side for fucking 2D platformers. You could point it like a gun, swing it like a sword. This is cool as shit. I... I think this is great. I... there... it's very... like, if the controls in a Wii game are bad... That's the, the developer's yes, fault. That's the and game's. Not the, fault, not the controller's. Not the, con- the not the controller's fault. I agree. Um question. The Nunchuck has like this little plastic ridge like on the bottom of the thing. Yes. It's meant to put like the fucking the uh the safety strap, the wrist strap, uh, through. Did anyone ever use that? No. <laughs> um I remember seeing like uh, that no. in the fucking yeah. tutorial. I forgot for the to put Wii. it on. Yeah, I know, like it, it's just inconvenient. Like why would anyone use it?
0: <laughs> I mean, there was people that were throwing their Wii remotes into TVs. So, I mean,
1: I mean, yeah. There's
0: people but that probably like, should have been used. I'm not
1: talking I'm not talking about the strap itself. Yeah. I'm just talking about the piece of plastic underneath the nunchuck. Yeah, no, the, I didn't I didn't
0: use it. I didn't
1: use it. Yeah, because odds are if Odds are if you have if you're using the wyrremoth and nunchuck even just... if you're doing some like violent thrusts with your <laughs> goddamn right hand or left hand if you're left-handed um it, like even if it flings from your hand you, you're still holding on to the nunchuck because there's no motion in this one right actually Actually, wait—is there? Uh, I
0: believe I there is. Um,
2: yeah, because uh, I know the Mario and Sonic games use the nunchuck. You got to move it. Oh and, yeah, and there right. and
0: that's there's right. games that you have to like do this like thing where like you're like rat- drumming with both. Uh, yeah, but yeah. I don't know My if it's because the nunchuck itself has it or if the Wii can feel the nunchuck move.
1: Okay, it. but I th- okay, I thought of something. I remember when um, Sonic Colors was first revealed, like the reveal trailer, and they showed off Sonic like drifting. Uh in, like, the early fuck beta, or, like, I don't know, whatever, you tilted the nunchuck to drift.
3: Oh, yeah, that's right. Yep. So. So, so the they took that out.
1: The... They took that out because it was a fucking terrible idea. Yeah. But... Isn't there,
3: like, shield bashing in Twilight Princess? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: there is. I, I've, it's been a while. I mean, so... there's
3: box, when you're, like, boxing. I know, I know. We Boxing. I just, I, mean... I
1: brain farted. Yeah.
3: Um. Okay. I'm gonna make this quick. Yep. Yeah. Uh, probably second tier controller only. Only because God made a better controller after this. But <laughs> my cat is bugging me. Uh, yeah. if I can play an RPG with my arms crossed, then I'm I'm playing. Fuck scoffed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no I, I I get what Landon's play saying. Playing arc Rise. I like I like what play an Landon's arc saying. Rise. Yep.
1: I'm playing Xenoblade, bitch. You could play a video game like this... Yep. ...with your arm behind your head if you're only listening and not viewing.
0: Now, this is not the only controller that can do this, because we'll get to that later, but... This is definitely a comfortable controller. I agree with Jack. For what it does, it does it surprisingly well. And I think that's why it it got so popular. It's because it just it's simple, it works... It does its job exactly as it's as it's intended. Thumbs up, uh, Justin. How do you feel about the Wii remote nunchuck? I mean, you've used it.
2: Well, yeah. I mean, I think its minimal approach is one of the reasons why it's so uh, easy to use. But honestly, I feel like if you don't know how to use like a TV remote at this point, uh, <laughs> yeah, you 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 might be Amish or something. Yeah, you just don't use technology.
0: Right. So, like, if, you, if you've if you used a TV, you probably know how to use this controller. So.
1: Yeah. That's why, like, that's why literally everyone and their grandmother had a Wii yep. and knew how to play
0: Wii bowling. Yep. Um, So, yeah. Wii Remote, Nunchuck, very, very uh, prominent controller. Alongside the Wii Remote and Nunchuck, released right around the same time, you could get this other controller that you could plug into the Wii Remote, which was the classic controller uh i have mine the classic controller came in a couple different versions um but i'm only going to really talk about the first version we'll make a small note of the other ones but basically the classic controller would plug into your wii remote so you still had to have your wii remote but um it has the controller in a much more well classic orientation it's got the lnr pretty similar to the Super Nintendo's controller. You have your ABXY back again. They're lined up just the The wire's on
1: the bottom. The wire's
0: on the bottom, like the Dreamcast, yep. It does have the ZL and ZR.
3: The difference is it feeds into into your controller. It plugs into the Wiimote, and the Wiimote isn't always directly in front of me, so it can have a slight pass.
0: So yeah, the... Slight
3: pass. The controller...
0: The controller has like the d-pad you've got the a b x y start and selector in the middle well plus and minus but they're labeled start and select as well you got your home button the two sticks are down near the bottom not dissimilar to a it's kind of like a fusion of like the super nintendo controller shape wise and the um the dualshock uh layout wise so you have all of your functions there Um, not every, uh, not every game supported this configuration, but for those that did, if you had standard games, uh, you could play this controller with this, they would release a classic controller pro, uh, around the time, um, a little bit after, which basically added grip, separated the two sticks a little bit, uh, made the ZL and ZR bigger instead of them being just tiny little circles. They actually were full shoulder buttons, but I mean, otherwise they were basically, you know, you had a nice standard controller that plugged into your Wii remote and it played like a standard controller And I like it. It's it's really nice. Um, they would basically keep iterating on this design for their quote-unquote classic or pro-style controllers for the other systems, which would, again, just like the this one, would not be the main controller, but like an optional controller you could use. And we'll talk about the other ones when we get there. Um, I see Jack's got his black... Uh, classic controller
1: yes i have the classic controller pro Ooh. nice with handles and two sets of shoulder bu- actually do they both they both have two both sets, have two shoulder
0: sets of shoulder buttons but okay. the z but the z buttons on the regular classic controller are these little dots next to the R. oh yeah instead no, of being it has full, like yeah full shoulder buttons yeah so if you're watching the vod he'll he's showing you with the camera yeah. uh but yeah how do we feel about the classic controller probably just some brief thoughts i'm guessing
1: I have no experience with the original Classic Controller, but this I like. It's not the best controller I've ever used, but it plays Xenoblade. It plays Cave Story. That's all I really need.
0: I think the D-pad's on it on it's pretty good. Yeah,
1: solid. Not the best I've ever used, but solid.
0: Uh, Justin, do you have any thoughts on the Classic Controller, or did you not really have experience with it?
2: Uh, a lot of the of peripherals I just ne- never ended up having.
0: Okay, that's fair. Uh, and Landon, anything I'd... you want to add? Um, No,
1: it smelled. It smelled? <laughs> <laughs> I will say, and it looks like it's more of an issue on the original, too. Like, even on this one, I think the sticks are a little close together.
3: Yeah. But, the, uh, otherwise... It's, it's not enough of a croissant for the original and it's too much of a croissant with with on the the pro Pro. (laughs) so gotta find that middle ground all right
0: uh we're gonna move on to the next system which i'm gonna kind of crunch these the two versions of this controller together because they're very similar but we had the six axis and later the dualshock 3 for the playstation 3 Um, basically it's just the dualshock 2 but they changed the tr- the L2 and R2 to these little triggers, but they're still shaped and formatted the same way that they were on the PS2. So you still have that weird shape, and for some reason they're kind of hanging out of the controller, so they can kind of get pressed on a little too easily, I think. But um, just like the other two major controllers from Nintendo and Xbox, you have a new hub button with the PlayStation button. Uh, you got the A, you got the triangle, circles, X. Uh, Square, just like you did on the other controllers. Same D-pad, um, same analog sticks. Uh, six-axis. Added the added some motion control. It's not nearly as fine-tuned as the Wii. It doesn't have as much detail, but it's got some control to it. The reason why it wasn't originally released as the DualShock 3 is because at the time, Sony had a lawsuit going on with Immersion. Immersion was trying to uh, claim copyright over the rumble feature that the DualShock was known for having they couldn't put the controller out in time as DualShock 3 they had to take the dual, the, um, the rumble out they, renamed, they named it 6-axis then they came out the very next year 2007 and they added the rumble back they named it DualShock 3 but it has the 6-axis motion support so you'll see on the controllers that they have both DualShock 3 and 6-axis on them um, notably but- these controllers are extremely light
2: Mm-hmm. they're pretty uh, the, like the yeah. the one that lacks the rumble is like a fucking feather
0: yeah oh yeah like even the DualShock 3 is super light I'm holding it in my hand and this thing is light as hell but yeah. the the 6 axis is even lighter because there's no rumble inside the controller
1: yeah
0: um, I yeah go ahead Jack Share your thoughts.
1: This is the worst. This is probably the worst dual shock. Um and it's just because of the fucking triggers. I They're kind of bad. Yeah, I agree. Um and like I know like a lot of shooters on the PS3 will primarily use like L1 is aim and L2 yeah.
0: or L, or, or, or excuse me
1: L1 L1 is aim and L2 or R1 R1 <laughs> is aim R1 R2 shoot or whatever L1 is aim R1 is shoot instead of L2 and R2 Yeah they would um, they would actively because, avoid using those buttons because they knew these are bad <laughs> these are pretty it's, bad yeah, no. but otherwise it's it's fine it's a good controller
0: it's it's the DualShock 2. It just has these weird controllers, but it is wireless, uh, and yeah. the Wii remote
1: wireless rechargeable. Yeah, the
0: Wii remote had was also operated by AA batteries. So this is actually the first major controller to have a built-in rechargeable battery. So this is something. This is this is worth noting because a lot of controllers going forward, unless your name is Microsoft, uh, would have rechargeable batteries. So. Points for that. Uh, Justin, did you want to say anything about the DualShock 3 6-axis controller?
2: Uh, This was like, I think the one system where I had like both very. I mean, well, no, Xbox was that too, but you know what I mean. Uh, But like, the 6-axis was kind of weird because it's like, why is this controller so fucking light? It's like, was the Rumble really that fucking heavy? It's like, Jesus. But like. Yeah.
0: Because they have to have like these weird, um, I don't know what they're called, but they're these weird pieces that have to, that clip two parts of the controller inside that shake. So they have a little bit of weight to them. Yeah, but, uh, I mean... Rip boomerang controller, says Al. Yeah, we were originally going to get a really ugly boomerang controller. Oh, yeah, that one. So I'm so so glad they didn't do that.
2: Thank you, Sony, for
0: just sticking with what worked.
2: I said the PS1 sticks, uh, sticks. The grips look a little longer, I think, just because of the absence of the, the sticks. But the boomerang controller was, like, fucking way too long.
0: Yeah, no, that thing is weird. But yeah, thankfully, the DualShock 3 and DualShock 2, literally, just, it's, it's the same. They're the same
2: shape, just yeah.
0: one of them's wireless.
2: But and the they wouldn't actually change, the like, the the DNA of the DualShock controller until the PS4.
3: right. Um,
0: Landon, you want to add anything about the PS3's DualShock 3 6-axis controller?
3: Um, probably the best triggers on a controller, but <laughs> it's hot garbage. Yeah, that's fair.
0: All right, uh, so we're going to move on. And the next system is, uh got what Landon is going to tell you is the best controller. <gasps> you
3: ready? Oh, no. Wii U. Wii I'm U not... Gamepad. I'm not saying it's the best controller. I'm saying it's God's controller. God's controller.
0: <laughs> so the Wii U gamepad. Um, before we get into it, uh, it's it. This thing is a feature-packed behemoth. You have hmm. the t- you have two sticks which are up on the top of the controller. You've got your A B X Y returning from the Super Nintendo and the GameCube back in the form factor of the Super Nintendo. You've got L R. You've got ZL, ZR, back from the classic controller. You've got your plus and minus. You've got a home button. You've got a D-pad returning. And then you have a lot of other crap. There is a big touch capacitive screen that you could use for displaying extra information or for off-screen play. You could play it off the TV and just have your game on the screen there. Um, It also had a headphone jack. This This is actually... This is actually kind of big because it wasn't common for controllers to have a headphone jack at the time. The Wii U gamepad just had a headphone jack. So <laughs> that, yeah. that, that's worth noting. Um, yeah. It has gyroscopic motion contro- and motion control, So you could, you know, you still have the stuff with the Wii where you could use the gamepad and move it around. It had a built-in microphone, which a couple other controllers later on would have. So that's also worth noting. Yeah, th- this thing has a lot of stuff in it. It's it's very weird. It also has like an NFC reader. Um, it's 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 got so much stuff in it. It's um,
1: God's controller. It's God's controller. It even Just has like said.
0: It even has a little button that lets you swap to TV remote mode and use it as an actual remote for your TV. Uh, one notable downside though of this controller, the battery life is so bad.
1: <laughs> like it's absolute. It's
0: the one thing darkness. I don't like about it. Like this thing it, this thing looks like it's uncomfortable. It's not. It has ergonomic grips on the backside. It's actually really comfortable. The battery life is just so bad because it has all of this stuff in it. It's like you have 3 to 4 hours of battery life, that's it. You're basically tethering this thing to its charger
1: or if you have had your jam pad as we call it for a long time and you've charged it a lot. It's much less than oh, that. Really? I haven't. Oh, yeah, oh yeah. goodness! My my gamepad lasts maybe two hours
3: at most.
2: Uh, I think I, it's I, something I, that I I do it to do with overcharging kills the battery. Yeah. Well,
3: but
0: it's just I... it's just a thing with controllers and anything with a battery.
3: Yeah, that's just how rechargeable batteries work. Is you're never going to. Well, they deteriorate yeah, over time. But it
1: was yeah. but it was already bad to begin with, and now it's oh, yeah, worse. The, so
0: the Wii U gamepad. It's in my opinion, it's not the worst controller. It is definitely comfortable. It's got a lot of you know good design features to it. But that is the one pain factor. It is literally the worst battery life of any controller that we're talking about today that has a built-in battery. It's it's so bad. Uh Jack, did you want to talk about the Wii U gamepad? Who is good. it? Who is Jampad?
1: Who is Jamaicamad? will never fucking know. Um, <laughs> Jampad is... It's good. I like it. It's not, like... It's not... I think it's best used when it's, like... Assisting another controller. And I say that, like, for example... Pikmin 3, the best way to play that game is with a Wii Remote and Nunchuck, and then having the gamepad in your lap as a map screen. Ah, and, like, okay. for that, it is excellent. As a regular controller, it's good. I don't dislike it. I used it for Splatoon for, like, 175 hours or some bullshit. I don't know, because the fucking, which we'll get to, I assume, the Wii U Pro Controller doesn't have, uh motion control in it so
0: oh yeah we'll be talking have to about use that the next. jam pad um, but yeah the uh wii u gamepad, uh jack mentioned it it is it is really nice to be able to use that motion control for certain games like splatoon um you haven't played splatoon properly if you're not using the motion control with that it, it works surprisingly well um one thing i like to do is i like to like have like a streaming app on my TV and I would actually use the screen on the gamepad to play my Wii U game while I'm watching TV. So I liked I liked being able to use the off TV play feature of the gamepad. I thought that was pretty neat. Um, but basically I've said everything else that I want to say about it. Uh, Justin, what did you want to add about the gamepad?
2: I actually did initially think that it looked kind of dumb. But like, I I think it's just like the thing versus like you know you looking at it versus actually using it, right? Because yeah. it actually it's pretty nicely in my big fat hands, so it's like you know it, it's not hard to like hold on to. Um, and I like I like the little uh, screen in the middle because it allows you to do certain things that uh you know sometimes you need like an extra window for unlike yeah. other consoles. So you know it's got a lot of utility uh, for it. It's just you know. It just kind of sucks the Wii U didn't really, you know, uh, do as good as they wanted it to.
1: I have a question. Do you guys remember when uh, the Wii U was first revealed in E3 2012? Yeah. It, and it, the, it didn't have control sticks. It, it had circle pads.
0: It had the pads. circle pads that the oh, 3DS God. used. Yep, like I remember 3DS. it. the 3 Yep. That, they that, originally had, that was a prototype.
2: That part would have been bad if it released like that. Oh, yeah. 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 I'm
0: so glad they just stuck with the sticks that they had for the Wii Remote Nunchuck and just, like,
2: spiffied them up. Like, I like that Nintendo doesn't always follow, like, industry standards for control design. It's something to get a little bit too eccentric.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, Landon, did you want to add anything to the about the Wii U gamepad?
3: God made it perfect. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> when God oh. himself, or herself, or their self made the wii u game game gamepad flawless
0: (laughs) um anyway so yeah we're gonna move on also released alongside the wii u as a as a optional side controller you could use because it doesn't have all the features so you can't use it the same way was the wii u pro controller and the wii u pro controller basically takes uh you don't have the um you don't have the screen, so you can't play off off TV with it. Um, they basically took the form factor of the Wii U shrunk, Wii U gamepad, just shrunk it down to a regular controller. Um, one thing about this controller is, for some reason, it has an eighty-hour battery life. What the fuck? That thing is insanely packed with its
3: battery. It
1: has the it has the opposite problem of the gamepad. This this thing will last for
3: forever a long
1: fucking time
3: yeah it satan themselves made this controller <laughs> hell yeah
0: um unfortunately the, satan. the wii u pro controller like jack was mentioning it doesn't have all the same features as the gamepad it does not have motion control um to my knowledge you usually cannot wake the the wii u up out of sleep with the wii u pro controller at least in my experience i couldn't I don't remember if you
1: can or not, actually. Um, it's been a long time since yeah. I've actually used this. I like, remember
0: I, if I was turning on my Wii U, I always had to use the gamepad. I couldn't use the Wii U Pro Controller. Um, but other than that, um, I use the Wii U Pro Controller a lot more than I use the gamepad, only because the gamepad just had that bad battery life. I think overall as a controller, the gamepad is probably better just because of like, all the features it has. But the Pro Controller just feels really like I know a lot of people feel, find it weird that both the sticks are up at the top so the A, B, X, Y are actually down near the bottom and that is weird like that's the only controller that does this
1: I mean the gamepad does well
0: besides the gamepad but it's the only like standard standard controller design that
1: has
3: standard this standard croissant con- controller
0: yes we'll call them st- croissant controllers it's, it's the only croissant croissants and rectangles that does that it's, it's very weird but I thought it was really comfortable. I loved that thing. It's it's weird, but I, I find it endearing.
1: I like it. It's definitely, like Cloud said, it's definitely missing features. And, like, it feels a little cheap, I guess. Um, it's, like, not perfect. But, I mean, for, like, casual playing of... Uh, trying to think of a game that would you could use this with and not lose out on any features. Uh, and Mario Kart. Yeah, Mario Kart. Yeah, I but mean, I need to be
3: able to see the track on my crotch, so... Yeah, sure. but how
1: often are you looking down at your crotch during Mario Kart? <laughs>
0: Landon does it all the time! I'm have sure you Landon, played, you do it all the time.
3: Have you ever played Mario Kart with me in the same room? No. Answers: No, we didn't actually play Mario Kart. No,
1: we didn't. Yeah. I had to think about it.
3: Um, have you ever played using the Wii U Pro controller the correct way, which is strapping a Wii Mode on top of it? <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> fuck yeah, that's what people would do.
3: That's what they would take the fucking. That's what Nintendo Wii told remote. you to do.
1: Yeah, you fucking. T- Tape a goddamn Wii remote to the back of the Pro controller. So Wait, they were telling the people to
3: control.
0: do this? Yes.
3: Yeah, it's a real thing. Wow.
1: Remember the fucking lore scroll from Splatoon one?
0: Oh my goodness!
1: Where the like the fossil of the Wii U? Yeah. And, the... Like the, there was a Pro controller with the Wii remote taped to it. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. Really? Last
3: thing.
0: Uh... Did you want to add anything else about the Wii U Pro Controller while you're at it, Landon?
3: What? No. Like I said, Satan themselves made it. And it was... I mean, it was... I I don't... I never owned it. I just uh, threw them at people.
0: (laughs) Right. Uh, Justin, you mentioned when we talked about the Wii Classic Controller that you didn't really play with these other uh, side... uh, first-party controllers did so i'm assuming you didn't get any experience with the wii u pro controller did you
2: no i, I never owned it
0: okay uh, so we're gonna move on to the next uh system that came out which was the playstation 4 which came out with the dualshock 4 um, um the dualshock 4 is the first departure for sony's dualshock series for, uh, form factor wise You still have the two sticks in the same orientation. You've still got the triangle circle x square configuration. You've still got the uh, split d-pad, although it is slightly differently designed. It's a little smoother, it doesn't have like rigid texture on it. Um, But the actual form factor is quite a bit different. The triggers are actual triggers now, and there's now a touchpad in the middle. It has a speaker, too. Uh, I didn't mention this, but the Wii also has a speaker on its, um, on its Wii remote that was actually used by quite a few games. Um, well, the DualShock 4 also incorporates a speaker and also has replaced the start and select buttons with options and share. Uh, from this point forward, we're going to be seeing controllers having a share button so you can like save content like screenshots and videos. And like share them to social media where they integrate social media into their systems the controllers had a button to service this uh, there's also a light bar display that the DualShock would have and it would tell you whether this it was charging uh, It would tell you your player indicator it could do other color shenanigans and then one weird thing that they decided to add was a touchpad uh, it can be touched in a couple different ways for different button presses can be used as a sort of Cursor, so you can like move your finger around on it to like type stuff up. It's it's really weird.
1: To quote the Nintendo DS ad, the ad ad campaign, touching is good. Touching is good. And
3: and to quote School Days, not School Days.
1: Oh
4: (laughs) yeah,
3: what's the good one? The Green Ghost 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 Stories. Ghost. Oh, touch me. Touch me harder. harder.
0: So yeah, this, the DualShock 4 changed quite a bit for Sony's controllers. It kept everything mostly intact, but added some new features. There's a headphone jack now, so you can just plug in a headphone jack to play online, have a headset plugged in, play with your friends, talk with your friends while you're you know, beating each other up or whatever. Um, Notably though, the battery life isn't the best on this. I've seen reports where it can go as high as about 10 or 12 hours, but I usually have only gotten about like six or seven, maybe eight hours of playtime. So the battery life can be a little low, especially after it's been used for a really long time. But uh, otherwise, I think it's really nice. I like how they changed the Uh, the sticks to have, like, a little bit of a cave-in. And the texture's really nice to, like, kind of grab your fingers. So, I mean, overall, I thought it was a pretty good controller. Although the battery life was kind of But otherwise, I like it. Uh, it's, yeah, it's the DualShock 4. Landon's got quite a bunch of them. He's got the, uh, Landon actually has the 25th PlayStation Anniversary, or 20th. Yeah, 20th. 20th
3: Anniversary. 20th
0: Anniversary PlayStation, uh, controller dualshock 4 where it's got like the playstation 1's controller color which is really cool uh jack did you want to talk about the dualshock 4 a little bit
1: um i also have that one the playstation 1 uh. the 20th anniversary um for some reason my triggers on that one are really sensitive uh like even if you just call it just nudge it. It's like, oh, that's a register. Yep. You just fired seven bullets from. <laughs> um, but no. Aside from that, and like you said, the battery life isn't the best. Um, the my favorite Dual Shock. I've used all five, and it's there's only four. F- true, true. I forgot about that. Touche. <laughs> I've used that one too, though the Dual Sense. But we'll get to that. Um, no, DualShock Four is my favorite PlayStation controller. Interesting. Okay. It's I like my metric for this is that one day in August of 2017, I was balls deep. Into my first playthrough of Persona Five, and I played that game for seventeen hours. Yep, in I remember this twenty-four hour period, and I my hands never cramped once, or like ever got like uncomfortable. I never felt like I had to take a break. Like perfect for like comfort.
0: That's that's fair. If you can if you can hold on to the same controller for seventeen hours and not feel like your your hands are tired. It's a pretty good controller.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, but battery life. And yeah, I was gonna say, are a little. I'm sure you've had. Sh-
0: I'm sure you got to put your controller plug in to charge while you're playing. Well,
1: I had two control. Oh, well, I have okay. two controllers. So you swap. So like when one was charging, I was using the other one. Right. And I would just swap them when one batteries started to die.
0: Uh, Justin, did you want to talk about the DualShock Four?
2: Uh. I like the. I definitely like the feel of it. Uh, I still think the the touchpad. I think it was just a fucking wasted idea because, like, I don't know. I don't get much utility out of it except for the games that kind of force you to use it. So it's like I didn't yeah, really understand why.
0: I agree. I think that the touchpad, while it's okay, like it, not enough games actually really used it in a way that was meaningful. It was just kind of there, draining's battery.
2: Yeah, I didn't really do it. Well, no, I think the thing that drained the battery was the fucking light they put on. Oh yeah, it. Yeah, oh, yeah, the light. The light
0: was really bad. They actually yeah. had to put out sure. a software, a firmware update, so you could turn down the light on the batter on the controllers, so they wouldn't drain the battery. It's so fucking bright.
2: Yeah, uh, only a few games actually do anything aesthetic with it. Where sometimes it would change colors, but that yeah. was fucking it.
0: Like I think uh, GTA. Uh, could if like you have the cops chasing you like it, it would, would do the police lights? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Landed? Did you want to talk about the DualShock Four at all?
3: I mean, it's a perfectly fine controller. I use it uh, for when I'm doing like some of my computer stuff, like uh, when I've been I've been doing the Let's Play for. The Legend of Heroes: Trails in the Sky, second chapter. Yeah, go watch that on our <laughs> YouTube channel. Um, so I've been using my 20th anniversary Dual Shock Four, made by Sony for the PlayStation 4, um, <laughs> and you know that's it's usually my go-to. Uh, but yeah, the light on it's stupid, dumb. The light
2: it's is stupid. Light I agree. Like.
3: How am I supposed to see a light that's on a part of a controller I don't I don't actively look at? Yeah, I know. Yeah, because it's, it's like
0: on the back part. It's like
3: they have a the the, the revision v- variants yep. where there's a small light on on the the touchpad that goes through. It's such a it's such a minor thing though. It's, when the big
0: the rev- the, it has like this like part right on the outline where it like seeps through.
3: Well, it's uh, it's also like directly across on oh, the, like, top the top part. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's like right here. But it's it's still like why still have the light? Yeah, they that?
0: basically really? made like the touch the touchpad like opaque on the edges so you could see the light. But yeah, no, the the I think the, the light indicator was probably like the most pointless addition to the DualShock Four. The
1: touchpad should have just been the light. Well, like, oh, it should have uh, been it yeah. should have been see
2: through. I I and it should have. Uh I disagree with putting it at the front because now you got a fucking bright ass light shining in your eyes.
3: Well, I mean, you could adjust the brightness on it. Yeah. You could they could have made it like a, a dim-ish light. Yeah.
0: Um but yeah, that's
1: something that's not
3: blinding. That's it's not the flashlight. light. Form. It's not a flashlight and it's not a fleshlight, so don't worry about it.
0: <laughs>
1: no, that's the PlayStation Move. Trust me, I've tried.
3: <laughs> uh, oh, yeah,
0: speaking of, um, I did not include them because, um, but there are also peripherals. The PlayStation Move is a different controller. You have like these two wands, and the Kinect, which is literally just a camera that reads your movements. Uh, I didn't include stuff like this because, one, they're not meant to be played with the base library of the system so they're kind of their own thing so we're not going over them because that's opening up a whole other can of worms one day we might talk about peripherals we'll we'll see uh but we'll have to come up with ideas for peripherals to talk about the maybe the playstation move will be one of them but uh we're gonna move we'll do a video
1: on guitar hero controllers (laughs) yes that's that's the only thing we talk about
0: uh, the next controller we're going to talk about, though, is the Xbox One controller. And it <clears throat> had a few small revisions, but um, it's space. Bas-
3: bad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this guy does not like Xbox controllers.
2: He likes to duke a little bit more.
0: Um, so the Xbox control uh, One, it basically kind of just took the 360 controller and just kind of revamped it a little bit. You've got your sticks that are offset you've got the d-pad is uh, actually just the d-pad um <laughs> it has options it has a uh, it has a menu and view button so it's got like your basically your start and share buttons although the other one kind of goes to a different thing you've got your xbox button a b x y you've got your triggers uh and then you have your buttons up here l b and right bumper uh like the previous controller, though, it does not have a rechargeable battery. I bought a third-party battery pack, so I do not have to buy AA batteries for this thing. And it comes with this weird, ugly, deformed cap that doesn't quite match the rest of my controller, but only kind of, sorta. Is it Nyko? No, it's PowerA. Um, Damn.
3: But even worse. Yeah. This is
0: so. This is the controller that comes with the Xbox One. Uh, this version that I currently am holding in my hands if you're watching the VOD is actually the One S revision because they did revise it. Um, originally, the Xbox wireless controller did not have a headphone jack. It had this weird little input and then if you plugged in an adapter, you could then plug in a headphone jack. And there was like a little module that you'd have that would control the, uh, the headset. you had to have your volume up and down, your mic muting and stuff like that. But you have to plug that in in order to plug the headphone jack in the xbox one s actually just added a headphone jack the the revision for that um this didn't come out though until like 2016 or so whenever the xbox one did uh one s did rather uh the original version as you might be able to see on the screen if you're watching the vod notably has uh does not have a consistent um design throughout with like material it has a glossy top where the xbox button is housed and then the rest of it is the matte design um but uh i we'll we'll just go around the room we'll start with jack jack how did how do you feel about the xbox one's wireless controller what experience do you have with it i have
1: a little bit of experience with it um friends that have one but I like it less than the 360 controller. Something about it just doesn't, like, feel quite as natural. It's... The shoulder buttons are, like... If I remember correctly... The triggers the have a weird are like,
0: angle to them.
1: They're Yeah, they're angled really weird, and the shoulder buttons are, like, hard clicks, right? They are. They're not, like, soft. Yeah, I'm not... I'm not a fan of that, honestly. Yeah, because they
0: don't, like... They, they You have to press them in more than you do the ones for the 360.
1: Y- yeah, I'm not... I'm not wild about those. Like, the bumpers on the fucking 360 controller, they're, like, soft, but they're still clicks. Like, like, you know, that's fair. It's pretty pretty fucking solid. And the D-pad is better, but it's still not perfect. I don't know. Something about it just doesn't quite feel right. But, uh, I mean, otherwise, it's fine. It's just... I mean... I I've, haven't have touched a Series X, so I can't say for sure. We'll, but we'll the get three, to that. But, I mean, uh, between... Between this one, this one, and that one, I like that one the least. Oh, the but Xbox better One than the S. Duke. And,
0: yeah, it's better than the Duke. Um, so, this might be a bit of a hot take. Uh, I might be the only one that feels this way. This is one of my favorite controllers. The only thing I don't like about it is the fact I had to go buy a third-party battery to power this thing. I don't like that. But other than that, I mean, it was $15, so I can't really complain that much. But I love this controller. It is super comfy. I don't mind the triggers that much. It is a little funky. I don't think they're quite as good as the 360s. I'll agree. The D-pad, though, I have to disagree. I think the D-pad's solid. I don't think it's quite as good as, like, Sony's uh, controllers, or some of Nintendo's D-pads, those are hit and miss, but some of them are better. The D-pad though is perfectly maybe,
1: fine. Maybe I'm just spoiled maybe by you, Sony and Nintendo. You might, yeah, you might be
0: spoiled by them. You might also just not have enough experience with it.
1: It's also been a while yeah. since I've used one, i so actually I'm speaking from memory. I
0: actually use this as my PC controller. I don't own an Xbox. I used to own an Xbox One. I don't have an Xbox One. I use this for my PC. I play... I've played uh, Legend of Heroes Trails of Cold Steel with this. I've played Dragon Balls Universe 2 with this. I've played Toho games with this. This controller is one of my favorite controllers. It was like the first controller, that I was like, this feels really, really good. Like this is probably one of my favorite controllers. We'll go around the room at the end and we'll talk about our favorite ones, but this is definitely one of them. I love the Xbox One controller. I think it's fantastic. I, Like I said, my only problem is the fact that they did not pack in a battery with it. You have to go out and buy a rechargeable one separate. But I can't complain otherwise. It's really good. Uh, Justin, how do you feel about the Xbox One wireless controller?
2: Uh, Do you have experience with it? It honestly just feels like a 360 controller to me. Um, There's definitely a little bit more like, I guess you could say, uh, this sounds weird, but like meat on the bumpers. Like they're chunky boys now. Yeah, they're big. Uh, the D-pad I didn't have much of a problem with, but that might just be because when you live with mediocrity, anything better than that is, like, a godsend. <laughs> so it's, like, I think I just like the D-pad just because it's not shit. Yeah. Uh, but otherwise, it just feels like a 360 controller to me. Like, uh, I That's guess the fair. material the material feels a little better. Or not better, but, like, different. But, I don't know. It just feels right to me. Anyway, Lennon? Uh, Yeah, Lennon, do you want to add anything about
0: the Xbox One wireless controller? Trash. (laughs) (laughs) Lennon does not like (laughs) the Xbox controllers. (sighs)
3: Uh, My goodness. No, I I really don't. Um, I mean, the 360 controller is okay-ish, but when you you, uh, have to deal with other people's garbage for a living... Right. Um, it it really makes you realize uh, how easy it is for some of the controllers to be broken, and you're like talking about like how okay the D pad is, and it makes me want to physically vomit. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> I just I don't have problems
3: with it. I'm sure your yours is specifically fine, but I I feel like every person that's like I'm trying to sell this controller, and I'm like. Alright, if it's not Drift, it's the D-pad's broken on a controller, um... Yeah, Xbox gamers
0: just don't take care of their controllers.
3: They really don't. Yeah,
2: all all the Xbox players are all dude bros.
3: And, I mean, it goes further than the controllers, uh, especially for the Xbox One and the 360 era. But uh, yeah, the uh, the controllers I I usually want to vomit on site.
4: <laughs>
0: All right. Uh, if we don't have anything to add about the Xbox wireless controller, a couple years later, uh, Microsoft did um, something pretty interesting. Um, they came out with what they call the Elite controller, and the Elite controller is basically like a kind of like a an enthusiasts more premium quality version of the controller they have a few different models the one that i have on the screen for the vod is not the first version that they had the first version only had uh a switch with two toggles this one that i have on screen is their second version the series 2 which has three toggles so there's one button that you press a bunch of times to set it and it's basically the sensitivity for the triggers um, specifically
3: you have the core version on the
0: screen yes um but uh, it has swappable pieces, there's a regular D-pad you can put in, there's this weird, like, uh, disc-like D-pad that you can press. It kind of looks like a bent-up version of, like, the um, the thing in Mario Sunshine that has, like, the reflective coating that you, like, can walk on from that one level. I don't know the level off the top of my oh, head. Oh,
1: from Serena Beach? Yes,
0: yes, that. It, it looks kind of like that, the but fucking, folded up. The mirrors? Up. Yeah, it looks yeah. kind of like that folded up. But it's It's got like just a
3: circle pad. Yeah, it's basically it's
0: it's basically like a circle pad. There's different like sticks that versions of the sticks you can swap in and out. There's like different heights you can use. So like I know some people they'll take the uh, right stick that controls the camera out and they'll put in a taller version that comes with it. So like you have more fine control over the camera stuff like that. Um, So yeah. Oh, Jack's uh, Jack's Jack's getting up. He's he's got something. uh Oh. Does he have an elite controller?
1: I don't no. have something. I have to pee. Oh, he yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, he's he's Even gonna go better.
0: P- um, I'm gonna say so. I don't have experience with the elite controller. I briefly held one. They also have these back paddles that you can remove and uh, attach and assign to different functions as you wish. Um, and this was the sort of thing that, like, a lot of third-party controllers were doing a lot of these weird things with, like, paddles and stuff like that. So Xbox came out with, like, a premium build. You got, like, a more heft to it. It's bulkier. It's a little bit more... Uh, it's a little bit less plastic, a little more metal. Because of that, it's a lot more expensive. You typically find the Elite controllers are in the range of about $160 to $200. Depends on which version you have. Um, like I said, I don't have a whole lot of experience, though, with them because I didn't have an xbox so i wasn't enthusiastic enough to get an elite version of the controller uh justin have you ever used an elite controller for xbox uh the
2: base the base one is just fine for me
0: yeah that's how i felt what about you landon i'm sure you've sold them i'm sure you maybe have have taken some in as trade-in
3: maybe i mean yeah i've i've dealt with them out of all of Microsoft's controllers, uh, the Elite Series controllers are actually pretty nice. Uh, specifically, uh, the Series Two. Um, yeah. Uh, those ones. Uh, the Series One were eh, uh, but the Series Two, they I feel like they went back and refined it. So if there's a controller that I that gets my uh, sideways thumbs up uh, from me from Microsoft uh, this controller, but uh, Mm -hmm. it's too expensive, so we'll take that sideways thumbs up and we'll move it back to a a downward thumbs up. Um, Jack, did you have anything to add? Thumbs down. Not a damn thing. Not a damn thing. Do you even know what controller we're on?
0: Yes. Xbox Elite controller. Um, So, next up is the Joy-Con for the Nintendo Switch. Uh, we're already we're, we're already on the final stretch, guys. Um, Joy-Con has a lot of the features that were in at least the Wii Remote or the Wii U gamepad, and they just kinda like smorgasbord everything together. You've got HD Rumble, which is a new unique version of Rumble, which is like more fine-tuned vibration, kit tailored to certain contexts. Uh, you have the plus and minus button returning, which are actually shaped like plus and minus buttons. Uh, A, B, X, Y are back. You have the ZL, ZR, L, and R buttons are still back. Um, interestingly, you can separate them into separate controllers, so you can use them as one controller on their side, similar to the Wii Remote, except these operate as one controller together. Um, Unlike the nunchuck, which can't operate as a separate controller, it has to be part of the, the Wii Remote. So they basically took the Wii Remote nunchucks and just kind of like refined them. Um, you also have a home button. Finally,
1: yes. finally, we can play RPGs with our arms crossed again. Yeah, Perfect.
0: They, finally, they finally brought it back. We finally got it back, guys. Um, one thing that I found interesting is that if you have it sideways, they did incorporate a set of shoulder buttons that you can use and they still will often have games that make use of the uh, LNR or ZRZL that are, are on the backs of your, on the sides of your controller now if you're using it sideways. Um, you can use them separate. You can use them in a grip and use it like a standard controller. Um, yeah, these are, like, I know some people find the Joy-Cons to be a little too small. I think they're just about the right size, Uh I really like these things. These things are cool as shit.
1: I... Literally the one thing I, like, don't like about these... Joy-Con Drift.
0: Yeah. Um...
1: Like... I... I mean, I haven't personally experienced it, thankfully. I'm pretty fucking careful with my Joy-Cons, and honestly, I use the Pro Controllers way more than I use the Joy-Cons for most games. Unless I'm strictly playing handheld mode, but uh, these are good. I like them. It's just the Wii Remote Nunchuck again, but different.
0: Yeah, that's pretty much it. Um,
1: The drift is bad, though. Uh,
0: Unlike the Wii Remote Nunchuck, these obviously have built-in batteries. They typically last about 15 to 20 hours, depends on usage. Uh, Oftentimes, I'll find that uh, the right one will go out a little bit faster, because it has slightly more features packed into it. It's got an NFC reader. It's got an infrared sensor on this side. So it does, but they they last quite a bit on one charge and they will charge while they're on the sides of the system, even if the system's not docked. And obviously they'll charge with the system if they're inserted into the dock. So, I mean, these things are super modular. I really like that. They service the modular nature of the Switch incredibly well. you'll notice that they split the d-pad up if you're watching the vlog you'll know or if you see it on the screen or if you have your own not a fan of that either they did split up the d-pad into it makes
1: it makes sense they
0: they had to do it it was a necessity but it's
1: weird it's weird
0: it's it's so that you can split it up and it's uh you get like a one for one for when you split the two controllers up but it is is definitely a little different um but yeah, I, I like the Joy-Cons overall. I think they're really fun. I used them for most yeah. of my playtime. Uh, Justin, how do you feel about the Drycons?
2: Uh, I mean, I like them when they're you know put together. They're little like controller thingy. I don't know what you call that. Uh, dog ears. Yeah, because when you take those apart, you have giant man hands like me. God, they're a nightmare to fucking use. But like, I like them. Uh. I heard my sister apparently had the Joy-Con Drift, but she apparently fixed it? I don't know how you do that, but like, uh, so if there was Joy-Con Drift, uh, I've never experienced it. Like, I know, I know, uh, because I've had other controllers where the analog stick out of it fucked up, so I can, you know, I understand that that's a bit annoying, but personally I've never experienced it.
0: Yeah. Um, Landon, did you have anything to add? You have had a lot of experience with the Switch.
3: Um, yeah, they're alright. Uh they're just without the grip, they're not super comfortable. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I'm talking like strictly with just the the Joy Con itself, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't meant Oh yeah. Other than that it's they're they're suitable. I mean I I just like Jack, I I use them mostly when I'm in handheld mode. Um, and even then, I'll still use a pro controller when I'm in handheld mode. So, because um, I do tabletop.
0: I didn't mention, but aside from the grip that they can be slotted into to be a standard controller, they do. Uh, Jack was showing them off on video, but they do come with uh, little grips that will apply to the rails on the sides, and they have straps. straps. Uh, these are packed. These are packed in with the console. You get those. With the system so you can put those on or not put them on as you see fit if you like that but yeah the the joy cons are, are yeah um i actually use my joy cons a lot i've currently i don't have my the pro controller that i use for my switch so i've been basically stuck with playing my with my joy cons and i have, i have small hands so they work pretty well for me but alongside the joy cons if you were a more um more standard wanted to play on the tv wanted a nice comfortable controller sort of thing they also came out with the pro controller um the pro controller uh the best comparison i have is like it's it's a it's an extremely standard controller you have the two offset sticks you got your d-pad on the bottom uh you've got the abxy landon and i both have our xeno like how
1: I like how Landon is doing like this slow <laughs> reveal for yeah. his Xenoblade Two controller, and Cloud just like pulled it up on screen yeah. like it was nothing. Yeah, just like it was nothing or on camera. Um, Which Stooge has the biggest hands? Me. Yeah, my hands are fucking massive.
0: Yeah, Jack has really big hands. Uh, you have I don't your know. plus and minus, your home and share. Mine buttons. cover the whole um, camera. <laughs> they um, they're in an orientation near the ABXY and the c- control stick, so they have you. Uh, easy spot to get to. They got their player indicator on the bottom. Um, they do have rumble. Uh, they do have motion control. Unlike the uh, the classic controller for the Wii or the Wii U Pro controller, this is a fully functional, fully featured controller. You can take this Pro controller and you can operate everything the Switch wants to do with this controller. You, you don't lose anything. So, uh, for that, uh This is also a really good controller. Like, the only thing I wish is that... Like, I know the Switch has it by itself in the tablet, but I really wish that they had added a headphone jack to the Switch Pro Controller, in case you were playing on the TV and there was maybe a way to transmit the sound through that, like the DualShock 4. But uh, other than that, like, this controller's super comfortable. The buttons are super satisfying to press down. The sticks feel really nice, the D-pad's serviceable. The grip's good, like this is this is a really good controller. Like one of my favorites. Top top five easily. Yeah, Jack, let's go around the table and talk about it. Fucking
1: excellent controller. I think like the only problem I have, and like this is nitpicky, but like uh sometimes the D-pad can like be a little sensitive yeah. when it comes to like, button inputs, there have been a lot of times, and this is really the only game where I've ever had this issue, but in Celeste, uh, when you're doing the air dash, it's very common, because I used the fucking Pro Controller when I played that game, and I used the D-Pad primarily when I did, And there have been a lot of instances where I died because I meant to go either, like, straight... Or I meant to go, like, straight right or straight left. And it's like, oops, did you mean to angle up or down? Yeah. And I'm like,
0: no. And that's a problem with a lot of Nintendo's D-pads after the N64 and, I think, GameCube. Because the D-pads used to have, like, this pivot. But the pivot also could wear out over time. And I guess they just gave up on the concept of having that pivot. So it's really easy to yeah. press on multiple inputs at the same time with this thing. Yeah. So I, I, I do agree with Jack. Uh, that is one small little nitpick. But otherwise, it's... Yeah. Odd. Um. What else you want to Yeah, I on? mean, like... This thing I has a 40-hour battery life, too. This thing has a really big battery life. You pay $70, you actually get $70 for a controller out of this.
1: Yeah. I remember people, like, bitching and moaning when the Pro Controller came out because of how expensive it was. Because I think it was the first controller to cost $70. Yeah, um, That's the standard now, but... Um, I remember when I bought my Switch, and I tried doing... Uh, when I was, like, playing on the system, or, like, playing on the TV... I would uh, use the Joy-Cons and the dog ears, and I'm like playing Breath of the Wild, and I'm like, this doesn't feel quite right. So I ordered a Pro Controller, and it was like, it was $70, but I'm just like, man, I don't regret it. Uh, This is the same Pro Controller that I've had since the beginning. Um, In fact, I got both of these like in the first year of the Switch, and they both work perfectly, honestly. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, this,
0: and mentioning again the uh, fact that this is a fully featured controller it does also have the NFC reader too on the right analog stick so if you want to yep. put your Amiibos, like you don't have, no, you don't have to pull out the whole Switch just put on the little controller stick and you got it like it has everything it, it's worth $70 it definitely holds up as a $70 controller uh, Justin have you got experience with the Switch Pro controller?
2: Uh, nope, we don't want that
0: yeah, I figured no because, like you said, you didn't get the Wii U Pro Controller, you didn't get the Classic Controller, so I figured you probably didn't get the Switch Pro Controller. Uh, Landon, how do you feel about the Switch Pro Controller?
3: So uh, the Switch Pro Controller, my my like favorite part is the speaker on the. That's the that's not
0: Landon. Um, is not holding up a Switch Pro Controller, guys. <laughs> the the
3: only issue is it takes six fucking batteries to charge to, like the power. I'm he's holding up a game gear now if you get the cool attachment that it extends your like screen um... <laughs> oh it is a game gear Weird. <laughs> what's up with that yeah. I-, I thought I had my pro controller in my hand
0: <laughs> one day we'll talk about handhelds
3: one day let's make that today alright <laughs> no. Episode yeah. two. Welcome. Episode two.
0: yeah. Episode two, overlapping with episode one.
2: The other two companies uh. don't matter. This
0: is what you sign up for with gaming studios. It's just chaos. We don't <laughs> we don't have structure here.
3: No, I I do like the Pro Controller. Yep.
0: Yeah. Um. So we'll uh, we'll move on to the next uh, system. Um. So, we're at the current generation of systems now. I mean, you could argue that the Switch is current gen since it's still going The Switch though.
3: is current gen. Yes.
0: Um, but the uh, we have the uh, DualSense with the um, PS5, which. Uh, so, they did some changes to the DualShock 4, but really, this is more of like a revamp of the Dual, an evolution of the DualShock 4. It could be argued it's it could be considered a DualShock 5, but there are some differences. Uh, the main difference is is um so I mentioned back with the Switch we had the HD Rumble it was a more fine-tuned version of vibration more uh, more uh, context-sensitive haptic feedbacks and the DualSense basically incorporates that. Uh, it also has adaptive triggers, so the triggers that I'm pressing down on, if you are watching the vod, um, these can actually be locked and like give resistance based on what you're doing. Um, I believe that some uh, Xbox games have made use of like the Xbox 360s, but not quite on the level that these do. Um, the PlayStation 5's DualSense controller also has a built-in microphone, which has a button that you can turn on and off. So you can actually just speak right into the controller and it'll just do everything uh, for your commands. Uh, with the PlayStation 4, they used to have like the PlayStation camera, and you could like talk to do voice commands and have them do stuff. Well, you can just do it from the controller now. You could just be like, hey, PlayStation, do this thing. And the controller will be like, oh, hey, tell the PS5, do this thing. Um, Otherwise, it's pretty much the same as the DualShock 4. The touchpad has been changed shape wise to be a little bit more angular. So it's a little easy to access from with your uh, fingers from far away. The uh, circle, X, triangle, and square are now no longer on a little platform, they actually are just flush resting with the rest of the controller, so you have like a, they're naturally curvatured with the rest of the controller, I don't even know if that's a word. The L1 and R1 were uh, largened, so they're actually just about a little bit as big as the uh, triggers now. Um, The PlayStation button now is now shaped like the PlayStation logo, which I think is kind of cool. Um, the back texture for the grip is got the little PlayStation button logo design So you've got the triangle X square and circle like in really really tiny texture on the back, which I thought was cool uh, It's two-toned they come in different colors the base mod, uh, One that you get with the console is gonna have the white, but you can get black Blue you can get pink There's a bunch of different colors just like with a lot of other controllers. Joy-Cons have like a million different colors you can do um Other than that, like I said, same features. They took out the light bar and they just incorporated it into the area surrounding the touchpad. So that's good. Um, Better battery life than the DualShock 4 as well. You can get a good 10 or 12 hours out of game time with it. If you have everything turned down, it's basically closer to 12. Um, But yeah, I I like this thing. I think this thing is really spiffy. Um, This and like the Switch Pro Controller are probably like my two favorite controllers. This one just wins out just a little bit just because of the extra features it has, like the microphone, speaker, uh, stuff like that. But yeah, really solid controller. I, I, I really like it a lot. It's going to go down as one of my favorites. Uh, Jack, you said you had some experience with the DualSense.
1: Yeah. I played Woe, Davon. And I used it to access the Blu-ray menu for Bobo Bo. So... I have experience. <laughs>
0: we'll say
1: more experience, but than it, me. Plays Wo- it plays It plays Woe Dave pretty well. So yeah, no, it's it's good. I like it. I I have literally only used it in the week long trip that I took to Landon's place. Yeah, and that's it. And that's so, why he has I don't know anyone that I, I don't. <laughs> I don't know anyone else that has a PS Five in real life it not a I are, not related, in, real it in real life this is a real life this in, is a
0: simulation
1: in my general vicinity that I have
2: immediate Semi. well yeah because the only people that have a PS5 is in their dreams
0: <laughs> you know honestly I that's fair that's fair the only people that have PS5 are, are you know yeah no okay uh justin did you want to talk about the ps5 stool sense i know that uh you have a family member who has one you do not actually have one yourself but you maybe you've used
2: it a bit yeah i mean it maybe it's just me it feels a little bulkier than the ps4 controller does it is but it it otherwise just kind of feels like i don't know a lot of it holy crap it honestly just yeah it honestly just feels like the PS4 Chunk Edition, so it's like, I don't know, it, it just feels like it's a little fatter, but otherwise, it almost doesn't feel like I changed controls at all. Like, maybe that's just me.
0: Okay. Uh, Lana, did you want to, did you have anything to add about the DualSense?
3: It's, I, um, it's, I mean, it's kind of a, the... The bottom of the handles have a weird edge to them. And yeah, they have yeah. like this weird flat edge. So, and like I hate if it. your
0: hands yeah, if your hand touches that a lot, I can understand why that's because the DualShock Four doesn't have that. It's nice rounded on the bottom, but the DualSense so, has like this weird like flat
3: part. I'll give the DualSense uh, a zero out of ten.
0: <laughs>
3: Strong, what? like big recommendation for me zero
0: out of 10 <laughs> i don't know whether this is good or bad
3: like... just put it in the fucking garbage what are you doing
0: <laughs> strong yeah. recommendation put it in the garbage yeah.
2: zero out of 10 it's Ike. Yeah, i yeah i don't know perfect i don't know if this makes sense but like the controller honestly feels like this is the digital age like this is like a it's very robotic controller. feeling right yeah
0: it, it definitely feels very, like, futuristic.
2: Back yeah. to that
3: fucking robotic croissant.
2: Uh, the settle Kaiba con- uh, console. Yeah.
3: The
0: sticks are pretty much the same as the DualShock 4s, although they are he- more heavily textured on the outside, I noticed as well. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the DualSense. And then uh, the Xbox Series X came out around the same time, and they revised their controller. Um, the Xbox Series X version of the xbox wireless controller really only changes like two things
2: oh is this the dirty controller
0: (laughs) the d-pad has now a full circular design again but the d-pad it's 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 weird it's like a mix of like the elite controller and like the xbox one controller but it's like halfway in between it's not really like either or you've got like that this weird like folding nature to the uh cardinal directions um, and then there's a share, dedicated share button in the middle, um, and that's pretty much it. Like it, it has everything the same. Uh, worth noting, much like the DualShock 2 and the DualShock 1 are cross compatible with their systems, the Xbox Wireless Controller revision for the Series X works with Xbox One, and vice versa. You just lose out on that extra button and the difference in the D-pad. That's really it. But you can use them both uh, interchangeably the same way. So that's that's pretty cool, at least. Um, Jack, I, I assume you probably have not touched a series. Nope. No, uh, I don't
1: know if I've ever actually seen one <laughs> before. I've oh. sold some.
0: That's all I know. I've sold some. I. That that's all I remember. Um,
1: I literally don't know. A Sometimes I forget that the Series X exists, honestly, <laughs> or Series S. Whatever. it's it's the same series.
0: Thing. This Xbox Series X and S. Uh, Justin, do you have any experience with the? X Series X version of the wireless controller or not? Oh, uh, say no, it's okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think uh, we have this one.
0: And then Landon, guessing same thing.
2: What? No, I have everything
3: to talk about this one. Let me go into a <laughs> ten-hour discussion about this controller specifically.
1: Oh, uh, Lennon, I'll join you. Yeah, where? Um, where we? Why going? is it? Why is it tall?
3: Why is it so short? I know, right? What? 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 <laughs>
1: huh? I don't know. Look at how look at how the shoulders. Look at how high the shoulders are above like the left stick and Y button. But yeah. what if they
3: were taller?
1: Like you look at. I
0: mean, it's the same thing with it's, the. Uh, it's the same thing with the Xbox One.
3: It. Well, actually, no. Yes. I
1: guess
0: it. I, guess it I, I mean, I guess it's.
1: It might just be the shoulder buttons. It looks like an optical. Yeah, no, it,
3: it's. It is just the. It's just the shoulder button.
1: Okay, there. Um. It's got tall shoulders.
0: So, yeah, we don't really have a whole lot to say. It's basically the same as the Xbox One's version. It's just slightly altered. So, um, the last controller we're going to talk about, which we're probably not going to have much to say about either, is the DualSense Edge, which was Sony's version of the Elite Controller model that's a comparable... Uh, you have, like, more... You have some, like swappable elements. You've got paddles on the back of the DualSense controller. Um, it's got more premium build. It it has half the battery life for some reason. Uh, I don't like that. Five, six hour battery life. Not a big fan. Um, I have no experience with the DualSense Edge and I have no intention of getting one unless they decide to actually have a better battery with
3: it. All
1: right, we're done. I don't give a shit. Yep, we're done. We're done talking
0: about the controllers uh, going through the history. But, um, so, I'm going to split this into two parts. We can have different favorites, and we can have controllers that we considered revolutionary for their time. Uh, I want to go around, and we'll do the simpler one first. Uh, Top three or five favorite controllers, Jack, go. Oh, God. Um...
1: Super Nintendo. Super Nintendo. That's good. GameCube. GameCube. DualShock 4.
0: DualShock 4.
3: Switch Pro Controller. Yep. Gotta give it to my boy. Come on. (laughs) Last spot. Come on.
0: Nah, you gotta do the Wii Remote Nunchuck.
1: I was thinking about that, yeah. Um... Actually I might th- I might say 360. Oh yeah, you didn't
0: say 360. You said that thing was almost flawless. Gotta give it to the 360.
1: Yeah, but well, the D-pad sucks ass.
0: <laughs> yeah, but you you gave it but, so much praise that you got you gotta give it that. Yeah. Um Thank you, Al. My favorite Um My favorite ones are I guess kind of boring when you put them all together. I like the dual sense. I don't have these in a particular order. I love the dual sense. I love that. Switch Pro controller, really, really good. I like the Xbox wireless controller. Uh, I only have the Xbox One version, so that's the one I'm going to go with. Um, Super Nintendo, because of how much I played with it. And the DualShock 2, or DualShock 1, will be my picks, because I have too much experience with the DualShock 1 and 2 to not have this as one of my favorites. I've played too many games with this thing. So, yeah, those are my five. Justin, what would you say are your favorites?
2: Uh, definitely 360. Uh, I'm still a whore for the Genesis. I can't yeah. deny that. Uh, I, I like the Dreamcast controller because you know, you, uh, like I said, if you like the Xbox controller, I don't really think the Dreamcast controller is that different. Uh, it's just differently yeah. shaped. Um,
0: just has doesn't have a second stick, but the games didn't really need it.
2: Definitely the PS2 controller. I love the shit out of that fucking controller. DualShock 2! And. What would my last one be? Probably, like, I didn't. I definitely wasn't as enthusiastic about it as you guys, but I definitely like the, the Wiimote.
0: Okay. Very interesting picks. I like him. I like him. Uh, Landon, what are your favorite controllers? <laughs> He's got cheese, cheese with it. him. Is Cheese um, was your favorite controller?
1: Yeah,
3: God's controller. God's You gotta go with. Obviously, God. God when God made a controller,
0: he no made league. the Wii U gamepad.
3: Yeah, so we'll give we'll say that one is up there. You can play Captain Toad's Treasure Tracker on this thing.
0: That's you gotta give it to the Wii U gamepad for that. Runner two. Runner two.
3: True. True. Paper Mario. The Legend mm. of Zelda: The Wind Waker
1: the legend of zelda ocarina of time
3: never mind i hate this thing <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got him so, uh, no i do i do like the the gamepad um i'll probably just go down the line uh game pad wemo uh dualshock 4 switch pro controller this not necessarily in, in order um mine was also not in order yeah, yeah. mine um i don't i don't know what i would do with the last slot okay yeah i'll just say those four um those are the yeah, four that come fine. to mind. yeah all right um probably the 64 controller cuz i can peg someone or i can peg three different people at once
0: I will say, I didn't get to mention this, but one reason I really, really like the Switch Pro Controller above a lot of others is the A, B, X, Y buttons are so satisfying to press. Like, these are some of my favorite face buttons on a controller. They're so spongy and resistant, and I love that. So, we'll go back around. Jack, if you had to pick, like, three controllers that are probably, like, the most important controllers in the Evolution Of controllers. Which ones would you say are probably the most important?
1: Super Nintendo, uh, DualShock One, the one with the control sticks. I'm not sure if, yeah. Yeah. Um, And maybe. That's tough. I don't know. It's tough. You want to pass it? Those two, those two for sure. Maybe Dreamcast? Um maybe three six maybe i don't know so that's tough those two my
0: top three most important controllers would definitely be <laughs> super nintendo controller that the abxy it's like one of the most important things like every controller has some sort of abxy style setup you you cannot have a controller without those without four face buttons and that's and at least one set of at least one set of shoulder buttons.
1: I would argue that the Super Nintendo is the most important controller. I,
0: I would be inclined to agree. I would—I don't know if I would say the same, but I would definitely be inclined to agree. Uh, the next one, DualShock, came out with multiple—came out with sticks, uh, mandated rumble within the controller instead of it being a, an attachment. And the last one, I'm actually going to say the Wavebird. The fact that it's wireless is is, is so huge. Like, we have, like, yes, there's probably controllers that came out that were wireless at some point. But they really, like, finally made it popular to be a wireless controller. And we would, like, we have wireless controllers for, all of these are wireless now! WaveBird did it first, so I'm I'm going to have to give it to WaveBird for the last slot. Uh Justin, what do you would say would be your top one to three most influential important controllers?
2: Oh, uh, I definitely think, like... Like, I honestly believe the 64 is one because it had the whole, you know, controllers were yeah. finally adding sticks to everything. Yeah. and uh, I'm good. I'm pretty sure that came before the DualShock 1.
0: Yes. Oh, yes. The DualShock 1 didn't come out till 97 and it was late 97 at that.
2: Yeah. Uh, then it would be... Let me think. I think uh, probably the... Yeah, I, I actually think I don't know if I'd say, like, specifically one type of DualShock, but I think the DualShock in general, because it standardized, like, uh, the analog setup for, like, the PlayStation, and it became, like, you know, kind of set in stone after that. Yeah. And, uh...
0: 500 million PlayStations later, they still have the goddamn same stick setup.
2: Yeah. (laughs) It changed shape a little bit, but it's still the same. Um, and what would number three be? Hmm. Number three?
0: Another good pick would probably be the Wii Remote, just for having motion control.
2: Yeah, I think motion control, like, uh set up some uh interesting concepts for the, the rest of the industry.
0: Like, 6X has had it, but the Wii Remote really used it, so. Well,
2: that's because the Wii Remote was specifically focused on that.
0: Yeah. Um... Landon, what do you what would you say are what you feel are the most important?
3: We got the NES with the the D pad.
0: Yeah, that that's a good pick too.
3: That's it. That's the only important. <laughs> All the rest. suck. <laughs> Did you see that one? That was the literal wedge. It was like a door door wedge.
0: Yes. Yeah.
3: Let's bring that back up. Like
0: the
1: Atari seventy eight
3: hundred. Yeah, that hold one up. Would... Let me actually that me one. Bring... That one's the most <laughs> important controller. The one that's a <laughs> That thing is wedge. so funky looking.
1: Oh god, it's the cursed photo. <laughs> <again>. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh-oh. Hello? Hi. Oh. Seven days.
3: <laughs> uh, do you have any other picks, Landon? No, just the, just the fucking wedge <laughs> in the NES controller. That's <laughs> all that matters.
0: <laughs> all right. Um, so, yeah, that was our discussion. Uh, long-winded, but, I mean, this is our podcast. We're going to go for a couple hours at a time, talk big about various topics and video games. Um, if you haven't, please join our Discord. Uh, let us know how you feel about game controllers. If you're typing in the YouTube comments, this will be up there, too. I um, hope you guys enjoyed letting, uh, hearing us rant about controllers for three hours, almost. Um, we'll see you next time with another hopefully interesting topic to have a nice long discussion about, but, uh, as you can, you can see us on all our socials. We got, we have a Twitter. We don't really use it. We have one, uh, obviously our discord. We have our YouTube Twitch. Um, we're going to be moving to Spotify, maybe Apple music. I don't know. We got to set that up that, uh, we're going to be in a lot of places. So we will see you around. We hope you guys take care, have a good day, stay safe, stay hydrated, enjoy your day, and have a good night.
3: Bye. bye. bye.